Greetings listeners and welcome aboard Costume Station Zero. I'm Bob Mitch and I'm here with another massive round table of attendees of San Diego Comic-Con 2015. Um, so we're here to discuss the con. So with me is Vicki Sebring. Hello! Malachi Keller. Howdy! Scott Sebring. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> Kevin Kittridge. Hi! Eric Ochoa. Hello! Terry Samuels. Hey! Uh, Julie Jekyll. Hello. Aaron Logan. Hi. And Chelsea Hogan. Hi. And me. So, guys, <laughs> Comic-Con. How, how'd it go? Overview. Quick thoughts. Hey, Hated I it. No. <laughs> I had the time of my... Oh, boy. Now that you've got the flavor for this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was crowded. It yes, was hot. Crowded. It was... It was Comic-Con then, wasn't it? Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was Comic-Con. Was this your first con? <laughs> Thursday was actually kind of cool, mm -hmm. temperature-wise. It was... Yeah, the overcast was nice. Yeah. Actually, it was much better this weekend than I thought it was going to be. And that's yeah. when there wasn't heat, but definitely yeah. it was more mm -hmm. overcast and, and temperate than I expected it to be. It was really nice Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. I think that was probably the best weather. Mm -hmm. I just wish we had it on Thursday when everyone was in their, like, Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> uh, you mean roasting and all that wool? <laughs> yeah. Remember, it's a British show, so Lots it's of always layers. cold out there. Mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, and, and Scott, this was your uh, first Comic-Con in many, many years not cosplaying. That's true. Mm -hmm. I gave myself permission mm -hmm. to skip one. <laughs> nice, nice. I had my Joker on standby, just so you know. I, I had the bat suit on standby, you know, I, I didn't, you know, that was, that was a, like a just-in-case type thing, but, uh, you know, I've got a token now, you know, it's my first one, you know. <laughs> one con down, not in costume. <laughs> Uh, don't do, do it. That. Don't do it. You know if you could do that. No. Really? You don't. You don't think you could just wander? You've done a, a, a day at Comic Con before out of costume, but never the whole con. Yeah. Then I feel like I'm missing something, or I'm <laughs> losing an opportunity, or something. Oh my God! So yeah, Magic she's ours now. Yeah, she's I was gonna say. Now she's let's, a convert. The, let's go to the time when you couldn't imagine being in a costume <laughs> at a con. Um, Vicky uh, Beaker got a lot of love. Beaker got. A ton of love. I really wish I could have could have done him um, further into the con, but after two straight days of puppeteering, my ear, my my arm just just Fell said off. said screw you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm staying down. Um, but no, it was totally totally worth it. Um, he got a lot of love in the first day as his Tom Beaker, um, and got a lot of love the second day as uh, Red Shirt Beaker with the Trek crew. I felt a little guilty. Because I felt like he was getting a little more love than the rest of the landing party. I don't think there's any reason to feel guilty for yeah, that. I mean, I mean, how it's it's, it's kind of like stormtroopers. It's they're cool costumes, but you know you've seen it. It's kind of the same with most of the Star Trek guys. But the Beaker red shirt is an amazing idea, and it's different, and you deserve everything for that. Mm. Well, thank you. I did. I did find it very interesting. The you know the difference between doing. Tom Beaker with me just being me and doing the red shirt Beaker with me dressed as a blue Andorian and makeup. It's like when you're when you're doing Tom Beaker, everybody wants to take a selfie with Tom Beaker mm -hmm. and I'm not in the photo. But when I'm doing the red shirt Beaker and I'm the and blue solid blue Andorian with the <laughs> antennae and, and everything, suddenly get in the photo too. You know? It's like suddenly I'm visible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I wish I, I wish I'd seen that. Oh, she, she looked great. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was blue. 
And I, now I'm blue that I didn't see you. I had <laughs> oh. Did you, did, oh. now you put that together like in what, like a week? Um, well, that's I put MO. that together pretty fast. Well, I had- It was out of your closet, right? Yeah, yeah. I had the, the suit we had bought years ago. It was from the Coneheads movie. Right, yeah. We got oh. it super cheap for like $3 at the It's a Wrap Halloween sale. We stocked up on a couple of those different costumes. Yeah, we they were dirt cheap, so we just grabbed and put them in the closet. And I'm like, oh, it's spacey. So I just made a little badge to cover where the Velcro was and, uh, and uh, a few other alterations, minor, and it was good to go. And then uh, altered a crappy Halloween wig to make it look at least kind of spacey and more Andorian, and made some antennae. Mm -hmm. I already had blue makeup and stuff in my kit, so off I went. Nice. nice. Wow. Yeah. Came together great. Yes. Um. But yes, it was a last-minute costume, so <laughs> I, I still am a sick puppy. You, you do that to yourself, right? I don't know why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> before I was feeling the yen to make a minion suit, same as last year, but I got over it last oh year. Oh my god. I got over it this year too. But then I started getting other itches. I'm the queen of the last minute costumes. Well, the beaker red shirt was also a last minute costume too. Oh. I made that last minute because I didn't want to let Dan down because he wanted to trek. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if you don't mind trekking with a puppet, all right. <laughs> we'll trek with a puppet. Yep. Uh, uh, due to the uh, the Doctor Who explosion on Thursday, we tracked it on Friday this yes. year. Mm -hmm. uh, but that worked out, I think, for everybody involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin, should we talk about getting up at 6 in the morning and try to get Peter Capaldi's autograph? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why uh, are you bringing up this painful memory? Oh, yeah. uh, just to, to correct you, we got there at 6 in the morning. Thanks. I got up at 4 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning. Oh, right, because you had to suit up. I had to yes. uh, shave and suit up and all that stuff. And then, uh, who did we all have with us? It was you and me. Stefan. Uh, Stefan was there. Was ahead of us. Oh, and then Andrew was there. Andrew got there a little late. He was behind us. But in Rennes, it was um, Eric... Um, yeah, Eric Hort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were all waiting for the... Well, we were waiting to get in to then have a chance at the autograph ticket, which were handed out late. They were supposed to be handed out at 9. They didn't start handing them out until about 9.45. And I need to point out, this is something that I have long claimed that I'm just not interested in doing. <laughs> I will not stand in a line for hours. Mm -hmm. And I did that uh, not only Thursday, but I did that Saturday as well. Yeah. Oh, but but Saturday it was worth it for you because you, you actually got to meet him at that point, right? Pimp the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going to get to the punchline. Um. So, so yeah, Thursday it was yeah it was and it was really frustrating for me in, in regards to because it was supposed to yeah nine o'clock open mm -hmm. the door and start the yep, right. drawing whatnot, and I was going to do that and then bolt right over to another panel and sit in a line there for hours to get a good seat and it didn't start until 9.45 so it's like man I'm totally out of luck for my next panel I thought. I ended up getting in the, the very last row at the WWE panel and it was fun to be there but mm -hmm. you know being in a room with a couple of hundred people is for me doesn't have for me I gotta be up front mm -hmm. or forget about it. Oh sure. But okay. I made it work. I mean, I, I, you know, not to skip too much, I, but uh, at the end of that panel, I went to where all the people would be exiting, and I got my picture with Finn Balor, the current NXT WWE champion. So I was very, very happy about that. And it was, it was a fun, it was a fun event. But hmm. so the line, the line for 
Capaldi's Capaldi. autograph. Yeah, boy, that was uh, that was interesting. Um, I don't, yeah, never been at Comic Con quite that early before. Um, yeah, that that was uh, that was kind of painful in a way. Very painful for Eric. Sad to say, he got a kidney stone. Oh, oh no. uh, Right, right in the middle of waiting in that line, and I I saw him sweating a puddle in front of us and he he put a brave face on it at first and then when he finally admitted what was happening and he toughed it out long enough to get through the line and then as soon as it was done uh uh, we were calling around to try to get him medicine and he ended up going home like an hour later so he missed the rest of comic-con yeah oh my god that's horrible i know i know so Um, so apart from eric how many did, did we have in that line then it was you and me uh, Stefan. Right. I, I think it was six of us total. You, me, Stefan, Andrew, Eric, and Eric's uh, friend. And that was six of us. And out of the six of us, I'm the only one who drew a winning ticket to get Ooh. an autograph. And I we... Stefan got one, too. No, he didn't. Mm-mm. I'll explain. I'll explain later. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. Stay tuned. Here we go. But I gotta tell you, I mean, I was so mad. Sure. Because I was doing what I said I wouldn't do, but it was going to be worth it. Right. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> Welcome to Comic Con. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and our wonderful plan to do the oh, we'll get each other back kind of collapsed too because um, it turned out that they would only let you sign one thing, not two, in years past. So that was kind of annoying. Um, so anyway, and fa- then and then not only me but Andrew, and I think uh, more people were like, all right, you know what? Screw it. I mean, I've already missed my my next panel. Hopping in the back of the line to, yeah. to, to try, try to get through again. Yeah. And we got about four-fifths of the way through when it was finally all the tickets are gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. And that is the wonder of Comic-Con. Everybody wants to do the same thing. So, um... I thought it was particularly evil of them to make it Thursday, because I thought Sunday was always a great one. You know, you can get through all the massive horrors of the con, and then Sunday's like your relaxed day, and there's Doctor Who to look forward to. So you're not fighting everybody, but no. Well, that's, I mean, that's no, very specific. Well, they this Sunday was the first really time. crowded. I it was. Th- it was yeah. more crowded than usual. It's like it fi- people finally realized, hey, Sunday's a great day to go, and now, of course, it isn't. <laughs> but not to mention the Who crew had to go back to work on Monday, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, well, the other thing is, is that actually... Um, paraphrasing someone else's podcast you know they were talking about you know oh it's on a thursday and usually it's been held off on a couple other days i said yeah but you know if you do it on thursday then it's out of the way it's mm-hmm. like okay that didn't happen you're not stressed out is it yeah. gonna happen is it not gonna happen am i gonna be nice. tired nice. or am i totally burned yeah. out by sunday to get yeah. up early to go do this mm-hmm. it's like that's oh true. did it thursday yeah. oh okay i guess that's what it is all right go and then you enjoy the rest of the con. yeah I, I really liked it on thursday you know because like so. by sunday i was so burnt out yeah nothing yeah. evil <laughs> How many people made it to the panel at two o'clock Thursday for Doctor Who? I made it. Uh, I also made it. There's a story about that. Too. Yeah, I. Oh yeah. Uh, Terry and I made it by the skin of her teeth Woo-hoo. too, which I didn't. Oh, I you didn't guys got it too. That was like one of the only panels I saw. The whole was time. it like it was like two fifteen or two thirty, right? It was two fifteen. I thought. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't get in there till about two thirty because I I made a last ditch attempt to try to get to the other space signing, and they capped the line literally as I walked up to it. And that's great it's great for them because mm-hmm. Other Space I think is a wonderful show and I was concerned that they wouldn't have too mm-hmm. many people there so I was going to pop by just to just to tell them that they were doing a good job because yep. they needed my support clearly right. but it was yeah they were very popular so that yes, was great yes. yep. so I was miffed I didn't get in the line but it, then it then it allowed me to run into Terry and Ramey 
And then I was getting all these texts from Jesse, who was already in the panel, and he told me a secret way in through a side door oh, to get really? in. Yeah, it was like super secret agent man, you know. So I, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, the WWE panel ended at at two, and I got out. And I got my picture with Finn like right after, and I was checking my phone, and I was getting texts from a number of people saying, "Hey, Hall H, you can just walk in. There's no line." Yeah. And the Doctor oh, Who panel God. starts in you know ten fifteen minutes. Friggin' Hall H. So I was like, uh. "Well, that's." I've never been to Hall H. Uh, I do like Doctor Who, so right. I should I should give it a go. So I went down there, and I think that message had been spread a lot because mm-hmm. I went down there, and there was a line. Yeah. So I was like, what the heck? But I but I got in the line. I'm like whatever, and I'm still in my Capaldi costume, your Capaldi costume. And uh, I had a number of people coming up and taking pictures with me, and I was having fun with everyone. And some fella comes up and he says, "You're here for Doctor Who?" And I'm like, "Yep, absolutely." He says, "Here." Take this uh, and go to this entrance. Show them this ticket, and you'll get into the. Well, I don't even remember what it was. It was a reserve area. Mm-hmm. So was I it was press? like, I don't think it was press, but so I went and I showed my badge and I showed the ticket and I got tenth uh, row. Nice tenth nice. row, uh, a bit off center, but it was like wow. all right. So you were dressed people, like okay. a doctor, right? It just worked out. The, the costumes do help because even bef- even when we were doing Secret Agent Man moves to get in, as I was walking up, because I was dressed as Tom Baker, um, some random girl says, oh, I like your costume. You're here for the panel? I'm like, yeah. She's like, here. And she gave me a re-entry pass to get wow. in, to get right in. So I had that. I didn't need it, but it was nice to have it. So yes, the gods were pushing us to go to this <laughs> panel, it seems. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that panel. I mean, I missed the first whatever ten minutes, but I thought they did a, a really good job. And it, they like, some of the questions, as usual, from the fans were a little, eh. But it was. <laughs> I'll tell you, did, did, did they actually ask questions this year? Because last year, for me, sitting in the audience, all I kept hearing was, "I love you, Matt Smith. Will you have my baby? I love you, Matt. I love it." Is there a question here? No, I just want to praise my adulation to you. Like a, there was only one guy yeah. who went up to Jenna Coleman and yeah. was all like, "Can I be your impossible boy?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> it was that was pretty gold, uh, and that was about the. Please only... tell me she had a great retort for that. There was no retort. No. Oh no! no. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you what I took away most from that panel. Uh, I I mean, obviously, I love Capaldi. Um, but uh, Michelle Gomez was awesome. She was great. Yeah. yeah, she was awesome. She was very deadpan in her delivery. She was, you know, she was still. She was playing the character, mm-hmm. but she was having fun with it, and I, I was totally digging it. A lot of people were saying Michelle Gomez was probably their favorite part of the panel. Uh, yeah, people, she, people she, really dug her. Yeah. She and Shingapali were very good. I got the impression uh, Moffat was reaching too hard sometimes to be funny on the panel. <laughs> there were just times that I could tell he was trying to land a joke or land a funny comment, and there would be like crickets, and then he would try again. And then maybe he'd get a little clap, and I'd be like, oh boy, Moffat, like, you know, it's okay. Oh dude. no, he was probably on. backstage sitting there going, okay, watch me land crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I can silence that hall like that. Spoken like a good show. I, I do remember his comment where he made a re- oh he made a reference to writing Missy, and he said, oh, I went back and looked at the Pertwee Delgado something something, and about. Ten seconds later, there was some clapping for that. And he went, ah, the, the clapping of elderly Doctor Who fans. It takes a while for us to put our hands together. <laughs> and that was the one thing. I'm like, all right, Moffat, come on. Let's <sighs> keep, let's, all right. No, no need to, no need to bag on the old fans. So, um. You know, I should have, I had a, I had a question in mind, but I just didn't feel like doing it. But I feel like 
maybe if this happens next year, I'll do it. Okay. Mm. Do, do you want to say that question, or you're gonna hold that close to your chest? I'm gonna hold it. Okay. Are see. you going to remember it? Maybe you want to say it. I'm so only forty-one. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's me. <laughs> I'm just saying, are you gonna remember it a year from now? He's going to repeat. Still forty-one. Like Forty-two in a year. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, it was a good panel, and and I loved Capaldi's comment when they asked him what other companion would he want to travel with aside from Clara, and he basically said Susan. Uh, and then I, well, he didn't basically. He said Susan, and then I, and then I, <laughs> I had these two four-year-olds to my left, uh, and I went and I went yeah, and I applauded. I'd been quiet like the whole time, and yeah. they both were like, hey, <laughs> old guy just got excited. <laughs> Yeah. I've stopped trying to get into Hall 8. Just like, it just, it's not worth it to me. Yeah. You I mean, even for the me stuff off. I really love, I just... I didn't expect to get in. If it hadn't been yeah. for all these connections, I would never have gotten it. So that was the only Hall H panel I, I attended. And it was well worth it, but... Yeah, that is the yeah. first time I've ever set foot in the Hall H. It's like the Holy Grail or something. I'm like, so this is Hall H. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I've been here once. Maybe the last time. And I liked, uh, I liked the You've audio. You've seen the promised land. <laughs> I liked the... I mean, it was loud, and I could feel boom. Yeah. I could feel it. Yeah, yeah. Now we know how to do it. And the, I, the yeah. trailer for Series 9 looks interesting. Looks yeah. uh, suitably weird and creepy. So we'll so we'll see. I was in Hall H all morning, so I, I so I was in there when Bill Murray came in mm-hmm. for the first panel, and that was awesome. And then the second one was what, the Hunger Games, and they had a live marching band wow. through Hall H. It was amazing. Wow. Wait, is this the Hunger yeah. Games or the Music Man? <laughs> <laughs> they were all dressed in like the the military white that they've been using for like the promotions. Okay. Yeah, oh. so they were all wearing wow. white, and they all came like in a drum like in a drum line, and then just like flooded through Hall H. Okay. It was. It was that really. Sound kind of cool. It was really. Well, that sounds cool. like the, the yeah. same thing you do for the Star Wars thing because our friend Brian, who was staying with us, we saw him Thursday night and we saw him Sunday night. He was gone for the rest of the con and he had spent all this time in line for the Star Wars event. Camping out every night. And then oh. we, we found out later that yeah, that was the big deal. Was they brought in all the stormtroopers, which escorted in all the main people yeah. from from Star Wars. But then they're like, well, we only have a little bit of footage, but hey. Here's some free lightsabers. There's a free uh, concert yeah, happening. Concert. We're going to march you over yeah. there. We give you a badge. We're, you know what? what? We're going to give you everything yeah. you've ever wanted. I felt oh, yeah. In yeah. fact, we're going to bring out Carrie Fisher, Harrison yeah. Ford. And then you know what? Mark Harrison Campbell, Ford and Carrie Fisher are going to give you a hot kiss in front of everybody. So, yeah. It was like, oh, my God. This is a fan's <laughs> wet dream. I, I felt yeah. bad because uh, the director, Kevin Smith, had a panel right after Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And since they had the free concert, yeah. they were like, yeah. everybody, you can go to a free concert. So, of course, all 7,000 people were like, I want to go to a free concert. Totally empty for the next panel. Oh. And J.J. Abrams had to write like an apology email to Kevin Smith going like, I feel like Darth Vader. Like, like, I just... You are Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, Speaking of Hall H and camping out, um, when we, when we being you, Bob, and I, and I don't remember who all was with us, but when we came back on Wednesday night, probably ten minutes after, I got a text from Erica. Oh yeah, Peter Capaldi's at the Hall H line. Yeah, he's just uh, popping yeah. out. What was it? Yeah. Oh, midnight. Oh, yeah, it was around midnight. It totally pissed us off too, because Brian disappears for three days, and then in the middle of that, we get a post on Facebook. I thought it was Friday morning. Hey, look who I ran into. It's he's got a picture with Capaldi. And yeah. when we saw him on Sunday, I'm like, you motherfucker, what the hell, man? Oh, I, I saw, I, I just ran into him. I'm like, 
Oh, nice. There are people desperately trying to meet him, well, and you just run into him magically. Yeah. Listen, oh. there are tens of thousands of people there. I knew that stuff's going to happen. I... And that happened on like I'm different sorry, Kevin, but I'm going to be mad for you. I would love to be mad. I'm going to be mad for you. If there's anybody who's good at being angry, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but as much as I wanted, wanted, wanted to meet Peter Capaldi, I have to acknowledge the odds, and it's you know. Yeah, well, then it's... well, people were tracking him down through Twitter because everyone was like taking a picture of him, saying like, "Oh, he just came out of the Hard Rock," uh, and then they would be oh. like, "Oh, he's crossing the street." Oh, he's at Hall Oh my God! So I was getting text messages and calls from people going like, "Where are you? Get here now!" Because he's oh. on. He, apparently, he was like either bar hopping or he yeah. was doing something. Hello, so, Capaldi Watch. Capaldi Watch. Yeah, poor guy. Or a helicopter right now is just coming. Peter Capaldi is now just across the street to head towards Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> well, heck, our friend told us the hotel he was staying at. Kevin here was talking oh, about no. like hanging out in the lobby to ambush him. Which I totally. Only did a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because do, do we the couldn't bar. get in. The bar is the trip. There's been more than once. We've gone for a photo shoot for a friend of mine. We go to the... It happened to just wander into the bar after the photo shoot, and there's all the celebrities. Like, they, that one... I don't know what is it, The Hilton? It's behind where the Indigo Ballroom was this year. Oh, okay. Where they do all those fence. Yeah. That was the hotel for all the celebrities. Because last yeah. year, we ran into Barrowman. We ran into the cast of uh, Person of Interest. We ran into, like... All these celebrities were just hanging out at that bar, and we're like, I felt like doing a Twitter, like, come to this hotel now <laughs> if you want to get a picture with everyone you've ever wanted to from yeah. the con. Oh, but and back to Wednesday. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I don't really, right? Wednesday. Just to acknowledge, I mean, he he just uh, he just went out there and, and and met with people and took a lot of pictures with people and. I think he it's pretty very, rad. Very it's nice. very rad that he hit that line apparently twice, according to what Brian posted. Twice? Wow. That yeah, his encounter was not Wednesday. It was Thursday or Friday. It was wow. around when he was doing one of his campouts. So it was it was later. Wow. Wait. It was a day or two later. <laughs> no age. <laughs> We're hopping around in time. No I've been biting my teeth, tongue back here with that. Yes, please stop. Thank you. Sorry, buddy. Some of us have things to accomplish. No, We're here for a podcast. You could do it at home. Thank you. All right. So that was uh, that was the exciting thing that I missed on Wednesday night. Yes, but I, and I remember as soon as you got the text, it was like Batman and Robin, like ready to go to the bat poles. Yeah, we were. Like, we were. Like, Dude, we gotta go back. Yeah. And Terry's like, like, "Are you kidding me? Are you guys gonna go right back?" There? I don't know. But then uh, apparently he was out and out. So yeah, we he was come. there for like a hot ten minutes. Because yeah. by the time I crossed the street, yeah. he was already gone. Yeah. Because security was just like, "Nope, you're being mobbed. We're taking you away." Yeah. That's kind of the way they sort of have to do it, unless yeah. you're like yeah, Mr. Right. Collins. Mm-hmm. Well, that same night, uh, Suzanne, the, the button lady who I know through the Firefly fandom, she had a, a picture with him as he was going into he was going into the center to do some dry run in Hall H for the panel. So, anyways, that's how she got this random nice photo with him, and I think she handed him a button. She even said so at the panel. She's like, "Hey, did you like my button?" And that was the same. That's girl. right. Yeah. So I, you know, there were people like that. There's at least like five people I, I know who got random in Capaldi encounters, and I was like, well. There you go. Whereas, of course, I, I, you know, I had mine, but I didn't get a photo with it. I got the signature, yay! But I didn't get the. Well, tell the you photo. what, we did most of Thursday. Why mm -hmm. don't we just bring it right up to the line where you went in? Um, oh yeah. So for the autograph, um, I I showed up. Stefan was there, and our original plan was I would bring him in as my item to get signed. <laughs> For those who don't know, can you explain a bit about Steven's uh, body for us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Phrasing. 
Stefan's arm, right? It's just his arm. It's just his arm, right? It's just his arm. So Stefan, who people might have seen and or heard on a previous podcast, I interviewed him, part of the the Galaplay cosplay of Stephen Heather Reese. He has, of course, been collecting signatures of every doctor on his arm to have tattooed. Uh, immediately after so at comic-con before he got matt smith and live on television uh with uh, what's the name of that show brandon thank you he got david Tennant, uh and he's he flew over to a convention to get tom baker and at gallifrey he's gotten you know paul mcgann and And he's basically billy piper and billy piper and so he's got almost all of them now except for john hurt and eccleston i believe so cabaldi was his big big thing he didn't get a ticket so he showed up told them his big thing and there was a film crew from BBC America getting footage. So they were all behind it, like, ooh, because that's, that's good footage for BBC America. So they said, tag at the end of the line, we'll try and make this happen, even though he didn't have a pass. So, um, and they said there's no way that they would have allowed me to have him be my, quote, item. Anyway. So that, that, plan, that plan was already out the door. That's a wonderfully creative idea, though. Yeah, I love it. I, yeah, that, I was trying to help him. I really was. Yeah, but, but and then the other weird thing is, so I get there and there are people lined up. Our buddy Adrian was in line oh, to yeah. get his autograph, and um, they at first because I I had specifically bought a cool poster for them to sign, and I have my diary, thinking two items, right? So I show up and they go, oh no no no, no personal items. They're gonna have something, no personal items. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, well, I'm with that tattoo guy, and he's maybe gonna get his arms on. They're like, all right, all right. Stay oh, so you're gonna spoil it for him now? No, well, they, <laughs> and, and they said, oh, we'll just stay in the back of the line with him, and we'll see if we can help you both out. I was like, all right. So I was deliberately maneuvering myself, even though I could have been middle of the line. I was letting people go ahead of me constantly and talking to people and Doctor Whoing and nerding it up, but going like, okay, uh, here's a jelly baby. Now I gotta. I gotta get behind you because I want to get my diary signed because that's my thing. All my, my diary has a ton of mm-hmm. different doctor and uh, uh, companion autographs. So, as we get halfway up, suddenly we get the announcement: No, they don't have anything to sign. You better have something. Oh. And so suddenly, all the people who had gotten the message earlier, you don't have, don't bring anything because they'll have something, are freaking out. And they're like running around. People are sending people to the dealer's floor to get anything. People are coming back up. People are having their badge signed. Oh, you know, People are pulling the back of their comic book uh, cardboard like things to get signed. I mean, and I'm like, oh, well, that's just a colossal just cluster, right? But yeah. I was prepared. I was fine. <laughs> I, I felt very bad for the that's people. That's so bad me. for you. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So we get in there and uh, uh, go, as um, so I, I only could have one item signed. That was the other thing. We get in there. Oh, it's one item, not two. So posters had to go away, figure another day, another time, but my diary was number one. So got the diary signed, but here's the cool thing. Capaldi was awesome. Gomez was awesome. Jenna Coleman, I think, was a little done. Over it. Over it. I'm not going to say she was rude, but I could tell she was just like ready to get out of there. And I was toward the back of the line, so they'd been doing this for like an hour. So mm-hmm. fair fair props there. But yeah, Michelle Gomez was really cool. She signed uh, the, the thing, and I just said... Uh, you know, hey, I, I think you, you played a psychopath quite well, and I I, <laughs> I I detected a little Roger Delgado in there, and she was like, oh, that's what I was aiming for, thank you. She was like all happy I mentioned Roger Delgado. So I'm like, yeah, right. someone else once said I detected some Cesar Romero, and she goes, yes, that's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who, who knows? But at least it was nice. It seemed like a nice moment. So I was like, all right. And then uh, when, I, when I met Capaldi, he was just like, that's Tom Baker's first season's costume. And I, <laughs> and I was like, yep, 
and he starts grabbing my sleeve and he's like touching it and going he's like this handmade this is this is handmade i'm like yeah it's all custom he's like oh, you never you never see it all together like this this is oh this is phenomenal this is great and uh and and i'm like yeah and i, was, I said i really like your costume too i i, I put that together i love the the Pertwee echoes, and he's like, that was intentional, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I, I figured it was intentional, and then um, I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing the maroon velvet coat, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I wanted velvet because Tom went to velvet, and he's like, what season did he go to velvet? I'm like, season 13 for burgundy, season 14 for brown, why? And he's like, right! <laughs> so you were geeking out with Peter Capaldi? Yeah, we were geeking That's out with the costume. Yeah. I actually, one of us. I, I very briefly toyed with the idea of hauling Barbara out and bringing and trying to bring it to the the um, uh, House of Blues mm -hmm. meetup because I knew he'd probably geek out over it. But I'm like, I'm not wearing that costume in July. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I if understand. he ever comes to Gallifrey, I'll bring Barbara out for him. Well, I, he he knew his stuff, yeah, because uh, we oh, and I mentioned to him how much I liked Mummy on the Orient Express and how he did his Tom Baker, and he laughed. And he said, "I did that on a lark, and they kept it." I was just I was amazed, and I'm I'm like, <laughs> well, I loved it. It was great. So he signed my thing, and he and I mentioned that, and you, you now join the ranks of so many other doctors in my diary, and he seemed very happy to be signing a 500-year diary. And then at that point, I moved to Jenna. But keep in mind, I'm wrapping up this conversation for 30 seconds. Jenna has already grabbed the book, <laughs> yanked it over, and has already signed it. Like, she's just waiting for me to... Like, I can see her rolling her eyes like these two guys. And so I come over to my her. My God, I have to deal with this every day on set. Oh. And, she's, and she's finishing, and I, and I just said, oh, by the way... And I, I said, you know, I, I like what you're doing too. And I mentioned a scene I did like of hers in Flatline where she does the, the hair, uh, the, she, she tricks the guy out of sacrificing himself on the train with the, the, the hair ribbon thing, oh, ribbon yeah. band, hair band thing. Cause yeah. she sets it up to, right. So I said, I really liked that scene. I liked how you played it and you did a good quote doctor in that. And then she actually warmed up for a second realizing like, oh, he wants to, he wants to engage me. It's not a simple high and by. So we chatted for like a quick minute and then I was on my way. So yeah. And I shook the quality's hand. So I, I got to got to truly meet the. And you haven't washed your hand yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, uh, with uh, Comic Con, no, I'm hand sanitizing every like. Was um, Moffat in that line? He was not in that line. He because he was in the Sherlock panel, which was happening, I think, right during that. They point. seem to do a lot of like they scheduled a lot of stuff opposite each other that you that you knew the same people would want. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's like JMS's panel was opposite the way to, the it's the way to diffuse the crowd. Yes. Indeed. It is a little bit to diffuse the crowd. It's like okay, prioritize which one are you going to? You know, yeah. you're you're at a convention yeah. with oh, it's a, a dick move for the fans who want to get every. But panel. you're at a convention they don't with get 130, into every thousand people. Oh. If only half can the get in, at least half can get into the panel they really want to get Not everybody can get in. Yeah. So they try and diffuse the situation. Mm -hmm. But they don't need to diffuse the situation for smaller fandoms like Babylon 5. That seems... <laughs> By the way, after a couple comments here, I am absolutely going to say definitively, San Diego Comic-Con is not trying to screw anybody. Oh, no, no, no. They're not they trying to make anything harder <laughs> for anybody. They are not evil. No. They are not trying to go, oh, this is a problem. We're going to do this to you. You know, that's well, no, what they're trying to avoid. Some of them vendors, they don't always succeed, <laughs> but they're trying. Well, and like I said, it's actually much better managed than it was ten years ago. When well, I would really say so too. Exploding. No, no one had any idea it was going to get this big and no. stay this big, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. It's just, it's crazy, you know. Uh, like I said, you know, there's, I've seen, you know, the adaptations. Well, now, as far as I'm just curious, as far as registration, not registration, but just going through and getting your line and getting your 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 badges and stuff. 
How'd that go for you guys? It was getting, crazy I, this year. Hmm. Getting the just getting the badge. I mean, when you got there for pickup, picking up your badges. It was a year. long. I mean, I was in the press, well, the press and professional line, and yeah, yeah it was very long. Wow. It was okay. a lot longer this year. I mean, once you're up there, it was quick and easy. But I, yeah, that line was crazy. I mean, it yeah. was at least six. When did you show up? To the Marriott. When, when did you show up for it? Four thirty. That's why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was like three fifteen or something like that. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm done. Actually, I talked to somebody that worked at the convention center. I ended up riding the trolley back with somebody that works at the convention center, and they said they gave out a lot more pro badges this year. So I don't know why. Because it seemed like in the past they've been reducing yeah. it. They said they gave out a lot. If more you qualify, you qualify. There, I don't think there's a cap on the pro yet. Well, mm-hmm. no, they're they've been trying. Because <laughs> the last trying, two but... years have been this separation of, okay, so you are a physical artist, writer, number one creative person on this project, so you get the badge. But if you're a producer, if you are a associate producer, if you're anybody that's like second tier, even though you're in first unit as it were no 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 we're going to give you some other type of badge because christina actually tried to sign up for a badge and she had some of the imdb credits to be in that top tier but they were giving her um some other type of badge that was ineligible for a a, a pro pass it was like you had they, they were giving her the option to purchase a badge first ahead of other people but no she wasn't getting anything for free so it's they are doing it. They are trying to segregate everybody down to this sort of thing where okay, so now you're the movie people, you're the comic book people, you're the game people, and okay, so now within those categories, let's subdivide it down into other things. So I, I am hearing about that from a lot of people. So yeah, following um, this, we did the <laughs> Doctor Who meetup, uh, which was uh, in front of Ballroom Twenty, which I think was a lot of fun, the Cybermen and, and all that, and that's where. Uh, we had some good photos, which I'll be posting. Um, and then, uh, oh, we, we, we ran into uh, Vegas Spock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who's very, very tall. He was I, very tall. I, very I, tall. I didn't realize how tall that man is. Yes. Um, Did you, because Christina brought this up to me also, he was one of the few people asking for money yeah. for pictures, and yeah. apparently that's a new thing. I, I, I didn't know this, but there did I don't know else? how broad that is. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, thought it that was worded as a donation, from yeah. my understanding. And yeah. from what yeah. if, I guess he he's saying that it's for a charity, and uh, I don't know whether or not to believe him. But I, I, how much more was it than Vegas Spock doing that? Because I've I've. I saw an article on Facebook that that's what people are doing now is charging. There's and I don't like know a how... few that are kind of professional cosplayers, whatever that means, and the, they seem to be charging like we're asking for tips. And they're yeah, real, and they're also but like, that's really at their tables, tutorial. It's like right? you can't show no, well, costume. Somebody was dressed as like a Groot and had this like bucket, and it said like oh help Groot Groot grow or something like that, and people mm-hmm. were putting money in the bucket for this Groot cosplayer. Yeah, I, but yeah. That's... Yeah, that see that whole asking for tips thing came from Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and exactly. that's why I was a little concerned because that will cause a very big rift among the cosplayers. But that's been going for years in Hollywood Boulevard. This is yeah. the first year yeah. that I've but heard of this at Comic Con. Well, the the irony being that the people on Hollywood Boulevard generally their costumes are terrible compared to the people that and that, 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 that well I mean the people stuff, well so. the folks who are on Hollywood Boulevard aren't even deeming themselves as cosplayers you know they're they're basically you know impersonators impersonating buskers yeah. for the most part you know yeah. uh, you know and then you have your well called pro or semi pro 
cosplayers that get their own tables at some conventions and they might have a photo or something like that and they'll do photo ops type stuff. I mean, that exists. We know friends that, you know, have those very things. Uh, the whole concept of having, um, going around the floor getting, with a bucket and getting contributions and stuff, uh, I think someone's going to nip that in the future. I hope so. Be yeah. Because I, it's, I, it's, it's a scary prospect, but the whole idea is of, you know what, just don't do it yourself, don't contribute to it, and uh, move on. Uh, yeah, uh, I... Um I threw him five bucks for a photo of, uh, to replicate this artwork piece of Spock mind melding with Tom Baker, and um, so I was pretty happy with that. There you go. But um, for the people who can't see it, they're both he'll sharing the picture it. of. I, I'll post it, but it's it's basically Spock mind melding with the Fourth Doctor, and the Fourth Doctor's thinking of a jelly baby, and it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. I think it's delightful. Um, the uh, of course on uh, the coda to Vegas Spock is on Sunday. We saw him running around because someone stole his bag of donations. Oh um, yeah, so he was. Uh, I don't know if he recovered it or not, but he looked very unhappy. And uh, yes, so once again, Comic Con strikes. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same guy who stole my bag in '06. I mean, geez. Did, uh, did we skip over Stefan's story? Oh, sorry. So the the ending to Stefan's story. Thank you, Vicky. Was that he he was at the tail of the line. The the BBC crew had already pre prepped the three of them. To, to for this whole thing, Capaldi agreed. Jenna Coleman agreed because they weren't sure how many were going to be signing his arm. But Michelle Gomez said no. And as soon as, as Stefan got up there, because he was the, the very last guy, apparently Michelle got up and just walked away, wouldn't even look at him. And he wasn't sure what that was about. He's like, all right. So he gets up there, and apparently Capaldi was you know a little nervous, but okay. And he signed it, and they the film crew got it, and. So he maybe got Michelle, his. He got his signature. Maybe Michelle thought she would be roped into signing it, and maybe she's not comfortable with having her. No, I, I get that. It, I mean, everyone has got, has their reasons. So, uh, so he got it. He came out. He was all triumphant, and he ran off to go get a tattoo. He had That's, it done in like an hour. Yeah, that was yeah. the part that amazed me because I saw him with the the like the aftermath, and I'm like, "You got that tattooed already? Do, do you have like a set place in San Diego?" It's like, "Oh yeah, it's over on this street." <laughs> I was like. You, you really planned this. Oh, yeah. You really, yeah. Yep, yep. I was just oh shocked that he could get it that fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I guess, it was by the time the meet, the meetup. Yeah, yeah. He came yeah, back he, and he was already rest. Yeah, he had yeah. saran wrap on yeah. his arm. Oh, my God. I, I can only the imagine. The blood was leaking. Yeah. 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 Like, he was like, I went in for a hug, and he's like, don't, don't touch don't me. Don't touch me. <laughs> like, oh. So what did Peter say uh, during this Signing of the arm that he knew. He was I, I'd have to talk to Stefan to, to get full details. I just know that he was he he said of all the doctors that have signed, Tom Baker was the most for it. Like like yeah, I'll sign that. <laughs> and all the others were generally oh, okay. Like you know maybe a little moment of weirdness, and that was where Capaldi sort of sat. Let's face it, Tom would have probably been happy to sign his forehead. Probably. <laughs> uh, and da uh, okay. Davison, he said, was the most like uh, I don't want to do this, yeah, but I'm being paid. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a really sweet guy, but he seems seems nervous about a lot of things. Yeah. I think that's kind of just his persona, though. I'm not sure how much of that is real and how much of that is just this is the character that he plays. True. But he, but he generally plays a more boisterous type character. Peter Davison? Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's um, always the, the shy, soft-spoken kind of... Re I guess I'm thinking of that, what was it, the Five Doctors adventure thing they did for the 50th? Oh, well that. Oh, time yeah. crap? But I think even in that. Oh, oh, oh. Five-ish doctors, right? Five-ish doctors, maybe. Yeah. 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 
Okay, I guess I saw something different in him. So. Um, yes, it's too bad Stefan isn't here to relay the, the full particulars. But he got he had a happy ending, and and actually the, the film crew <laughs> were you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Ha- happy ending about the tattoo. tattoo. Anyways, um, the film crew uh, actually between that signing was interviewing me for stuff for BBC, and I'm sure some of it's going to show up there, because I was telling you about oh. this. They had me doing stupid stuff. What? Well, yeah, you told me about that, but um, I, the one I loved was the instantaneous of... Um, why are you laughing? I'll get to do it later. Oh, did, no. they, did they get you too? They got both of us. Yeah, so did they have you do, like... That's right, so they had you, like, imitate a Dalek and say... They didn't do it to me, but they did it to him, and it was hysterical. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, imitate a Dalek, uh, imitate a Cyberman. Um, oh, they had me do three, three lines of Strax. They say, impersonate Strax, say this line. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, and but then... The, the funny part was you were telling me you did classic, like a classics. Uh, Centaurin, you didn't try to do at first, the, the, but they weren't having that. They were like, yeah. no, 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 say this, say this exact line. It was like me directing somebody. Like, no, that's not Tom Baker. You know what? This is gonna take me to this is gonna take me to the Ash versus Evil Dead panel. Yeah, oh. uh, on Friday when uh, there was the Q and A, and some gal went up and she asked a question, and she said, "Oh, and Bruce, I think all of us in the in the audience here would love it if you said, uh, and this is my boomstick." And Bruce Campbell said. I could do that if I was your little monkey. (laughs) Wow! And that's totally what we were. We were the BBC's monkey. Yeah. Dance! Dance, Kevin! Dance! (laughs) And I danced. (laughs) You danced like a monkey. I did. I, I was going to say the side And you do it again. I will not do it again without proper recompense. It's, it's on YouTube, so you can see him do it. And then they did. Have, uh, they yeah. did. We can see him. We can put it on loop, and he'll be doing it for him. And then you see me. I was standing behind him, and I thought I was off camera. But when he's doing the impression, all you see is me in the background just laughing into a ball. <laughs> oh my God! No, no. What I was going to say is I, I thought it was insane because they asked Bob to do a shtick. We were wandering the floor, and I guess the British news or something was doing a bit, and they're like, oh, 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 can you come and just cross in front of the camera? I saw so that. That know. was great. And I was I was like, oh, that's funny. And I, I'm standing off to the side with my stepson while he's doing this, and I didn't know which direction the camera's facing. Well, yeah, lo and behold, Christina texted me, like, what was it, the next morning, like, yeah. you're up on the news. I'm like, what? <laughs> and sure enough, there's Bob crossing, the guy's talking, and then I'm me and Alex off to the side, and I'm just like, Eh, whatever. <laughs> I, I, but I couldn't believe how fast. Yeah, Normally fast. you do these things and you don't see them maybe like a couple of months later. Because every time we did Doctor Who years past, we waited till the season started and we saw stuff. Yeah, about a month. But, yeah. but yeah, this about stuff was happening like instantaneously. It was going up. So I, yeah. I was very impressed that at least this year, yeah, you got instant satisfaction. Well, that's fine. Wa- walking so. on, I can, I can walk all day on camera. It was the, <laughs> I, I'm not Eating looking the jelly to, baby. That was the, that yeah, was beautiful. So. The, the mock interview they asked you like, who would you travel with? And they uh, did. I mean, this this was yeah. Saturday. This was in line at the at the big. Uh, and that was a whole that's a whole different story. Yeah. But uh, they, I felt like I was. So they they asked me to impersonate a Dalek. They asked me. Who would, if you had a time machine, who would you go see and what would you do? Yeah, they asked that. And all that I kept thinking for the answer to that question was, because I've thought about this, (laughs) (laughs) is disprove Christ's divinity. 
Wow. That's the first thing that I would do. <laughs> but then I was like, that's not going to air on the BBC. <laughs> so I thought about it. On the it, BBC, I, it might. I, I, it took me a while. Then I was like, America. you know what? Yeah, it was a different story. I'll see Elvis. I said, I'd love to see Elvis. I know the 10th Doctor wanted to do that, but it's a good idea. That's what I would do. Okay. Did they ask you who you were dressed as? Because that's what they asked me. They were like, no. who are you dressed as? What's your character about? They well, asked like, a lot of like character questions. They, they did ask me to say, hey, just stay who you are for the camera. They didn't have that impression of who are you. It was just, hey, for the camera, say who you are. So I did, you know, and I, I did my Tom Baker love letter. and Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, so they asked me to impersonate a Dalek, and I said, oh, you're really... Just dripping every bit of shame out of me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "All right." And then I did it, and uh, and it's already on this little BBC <laughs> oh, cosplay no. video. It was the thing I was least happy about awesome. that I did. Of course. Yeah. But oh, the the way I see it is, if they do, if they put it on that video, then hopefully it won't air as a thing in between on the on the actual BBC. America. Yeah, I'm 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 not looking forward to when that airs. I, I love that when they did air that year, that was like 2011. I had suddenly a bunch of people texting and Facebooking me, going, "A bowling alley," and I'm like, "What? A bowling a bowling alley?" Just going all the way down, and I'm like, "What are they talking about?" And I forgot that when they interviewed me, they asked, "What would you have in the TARDIS?" And I said, "Oh, a bowling alley," because I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking the big Hubowski. And I, and I totally forgot that that was my answer. And I, wow. hey, when they asked me what, you know, when I was the fourth doctor for that one, mm. you know, they asked me, you know, what did you have as your next companion? I said, a puppy. Right? <laughs> that aired. So they'll, they'll take anything that sounds good. I, I'm not looking forward to it, especially the Dalek part. And Oh, they, they did they have you guys sing or hum the Doctor Who theme? No. God oh, damn it. They're going to totally use that. I, think, I think the guy really liked me because I, I don't know if I just talked a lot, but I made him laugh. And like he was just like, That's oh, good. yeah, thanks. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so look, look for it. Uh, yeah. They're going to keep you I, safe. I think I'm like safe. Uh, uh, August 15th or 16th. This is this is all going to air on BBC. There's so. September, right? Uh, yeah, as they're airing it, but it's supposed to premiere right now. I wonder if they're going to show the stuff that was... Because I mean, there was cameras when we went inside the House of Blues event. Sure, sure. Because I was in the costume contest, so I'm wondering if that's going to be oh, on sure. the TV. Oh, yeah. 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 Some of that will Absolutely. Go uh, so yeah, so we had a great dinner at Old Spaghetti Factory with the Order of Gallifrey. That was a massive table. It was uh, very loud. Cool. Yeah. And that was what two and a half hours of waiting. That oh, was that was the that was, was it that long? That was that was that We did go from uh, what was the original reservation supposed to be for eighteen, and we wound up with like twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we didn't okay. eat until like eleven o'clock, right? No, no, the thing was that I was told by by some of the order people that they had gone there and made a reservation for thirty people. And they, the, the spaghetti factory refused to let them in until they had like 18 or 20 people there. Then we showed up with better than 20 people and they were like, oh, okay, finally, we'll fit you in. And then we waited like 45 or more after that before we were finally seated. So, and then of course, yeah, other people showed up. So there was like, here's your table for 20 or something. So we did meet the 30 quotient, but it was like the restaurant kept pretending like that wasn't a real number. Mm. So then, yeah, that's when you got the group over on the other side of a table. So it was like, do you just didn't want to take us seriously? Are you not prepared they, for Comic-Con? They don't believe that there are that many people in a group who will go out to dinner together. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. I was going to say before we uh, jump into Friday, uh, Terry, how was it being Mary Marvel and bringing Hoppy some more love on the floor? It was great. I mean, they had such a good response. A lot of people surprisingly knew who Hoppy was. and um, They were killing it. Yeah. 
I think he he people paid more attention to me because I had hobby. <laughs> they wouldn't leave her alone. She kept coming trying to sit down and people are like, Can I get your picture? You have to pick hoppy up, stand back up, pose, just try and sit back down. Can I get your picture? Pick hoppy up, stand back up. They just wouldn't leave her alone. Well good. Uh, unlike I, I would think Big Wow was more of the crowd for that, but you were saying, but I guess it's sheer numbers of people going, Oh my yeah. gosh, happy. Didn't you say there was some guy giving you crap about the fact you weren't true Golden Age Mary Marvel? Yeah, he said, what? you know, I like your costume, but you're like the serialized version of Captain uh, Marvel's costume. I would have punched him in the exactly face. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, you're not like the comic book Mary Marvel. Like, so. Well, I guess she so... should have just stayed home then. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Sorry yeah. to offend you. That is exactly what we were going for. Jesus yeah. Christ. And, and he said, oh, well, I guess I'll take your picture anyway. Wasn't that yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was worth waking up today. <laughs> And, and people like that always expect you to be grateful that they settled for you. Seriously. Uh, wow, Terry, if I'd been there, it would have been like, you, you, you realize now. this is <laughs> Comic-Con, yeah. the home of about least 20% Sheldons. Oh. 20%. Just, yeah. But because you said a lot of kids like, like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of kids were like, ah! Well, there's a 30% Horowitz. It's just adorable. 30% <laughs> so, so, Mal, your, your work lives on. Everyone's At this on. point, yeah. I, I was surprised how many people. I'm like, okay, well, maybe we should try to manufacture this, see if we can sell a couple of hoppies. I mean, huh? I really didn't think that it would, it would go beyond that point. But, yeah, at this point... Because I, I, yeah, I was surprised. I mean, there was those people in the pro pro lounge that really went. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There was two people that I didn't know. Did you did you know them? Yeah, no, I didn't know them at all. Yeah, mm -mm. and they were just like, ha ha! Oh my god! Wow! Have they ever made a hoppy? Oh, does this exist? This oh wow! Did you did you, which figure which bird? Yeah, these people were flipping out for it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. There, yeah. there was the one guy, and I think this was on Sunday. Uh, who came up, wanted to pose just with Hoppy, and he said, well, my last name is Hoppy, and I've never seen a Hoppy, so I want to get a photo of him. Sweet. I thought that was cute. So. Huh? Anyway. Uh, right, so uh, Friday highlights. It was, well, the Trek group, obviously, but um, what, what what else was... Babylon 5 cast panel. Of course, yes. yes. And I feel awesome. really bad I missed that, but it sounded awesome. They, they, those guys, I mean, you can tell that they've been hanging out at conventions with each other for 20 years because they have the banter down to a science. Sure, sure. <laughs> On uh, a similar note, I mean, I already mentioned the Ash versus Evil Dead, but Bruce Campbell played the Bruce Campbell we all want him to be, and mm -hmm. Sam Raimi and um, Lucy Lawless were both ripping him, and it was everything that we wanted. Oh, interesting story about that. I was not in that panel, obviously, but I, I have a friend who works Comic-Con, and she's, she came tearing by me at one point, and I'm like, oh, hi. And she's like, I, I can't stop the talk right now. I have to go tell them. They brought Lucy Lawless to the panel. She wasn't supposed to be here. I need to go get extra security because the last time Lucy Lawless showed up on a panel, people rushed the stage. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was standing in one of the aisles when the security came through with her. Oh, yeah. We were, we were by the TARDIS. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. And somebody, and she was waving to people. Oh, yeah, hey, hey. you know, it's all good. Well, she's very personable for with her fans, from what I've, uh, yeah, what I've seen yeah, and everything. Yeah. I mean, she's never given me. I mean, like, shake, with, but I've been close yeah, enough, so. <laughs> with like Bruce, all you saw was like a red blur. He went so fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, but our mutual friend uh, Rick was gonna try to uh, get us backstage to meet Mr. Campbell, but that didn't happen. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know what what happened over there, Kev, because I. 
Uh, I mean, he was. I saw him. It was sad to see him fail in person mm. because uh, we, he would take it. He's like, okay, we're going to meet this guy. And we'd go up and we'd shake hands and be like, hey, how's it going? So uh, how are we going to get in there? Said, I don't know. And then we would, you know, small talk. And then Rick and I would leave and he'd say, okay, that's bad. Because he was one of the main guys that was, mm-hmm. I thought would be able to get us in. So, you know, what do you do? I mean, he get, we got into the panel, which people were lined up for quite some time for. And mm-hmm. had a great time. Okay. All right. Very cool. Yeah, I'm glad to know that uh, that series is coming. The, the trailer looks really cool. So. Looks amazing. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. I didn't get to go through the booth. It was like a, a tool shed or something in uh, Winnebago. I think it's, it's the trailer. Yeah, trailer. it's, it's, it's the, the trailer, trailer that, yeah. that he's living in. Mm-hmm. I actually I didn't get to go through it either. But I guess they had the chainsaw from the original movie there. Nice. They were wow. doing um, they were doing the nice. thing that the Outlander did, a booth did last year, where you go in there and they give you like a little ticket, and that tells you what what piece of swag you get. Mm-hmm. And then you go through and you get handed in a piece of swag. And the only oh. one I saw for sure was they're giving out giant foam fingers. Right. Chainsaw. No, chainsaw. Yeah. yeah, foam. Yeah, because I saw some of those. And I, I didn't get, to get the line because I had So that was what. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was Christina's biggest complaint was we didn't go and get the cool swag from these <laughs> other booths, even though Alex was supposedly going to get all this free stuff. So he got a ton of free stuff. Yeah. Well, listen, I got a thing about swag. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's mostly garbage, right? Yeah. Depends but on what it is. Sometimes garbage. it's something it's, cool, it's but it's... Yeah. But even the... I mean, listen, like, I, I clearly love Ash vs. Evil Dead. I don't need a foam chainsaw. Right. I don't need it. Oh, come you. on, man. Come on. Life just isn't complete without foam. <laughs> I got a lot of... I think it might yeah. be. My, uh, you know what? I was like... I got a lot of free t-shirts this year. I got a lot of free books. Cool. Yeah, cause just for showing up. Because I, I tried getting into the Bob's Burger panel, but I couldn't. And then afterward... Afterwards, it was the Archer panel, and then for being at the Archer panel, they gave everyone a free Archer t-shirt for Comic-Con. Yeah, wow. Oh, so basically, yeah. you had to go into the panels to get the yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Got, I came away with eight like eight or nine free books, which makes me very oh, happy. Great. And two of them were hardcovers. The, the biggest haul for free books I saw was 33 somebody posted. Wow. 33? Yeah, they got 33 free books at Comic-Con. Oh, wow. my gosh. That's insane. Dang. You generally, generally you exactly can get a, a nice this. amount of pre-published books there if you're if you're willing to, to do it. Well, a couple of these were hardcovers. Yeah, no. One of the one of the publisher's books was doing a raffle, and you just walk up, they spun the wheel, they told you what book you got, and they had handed you a hardcover. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, well, Friday's when we did the uh, the Star Trek crew, uh, tracking it up with uh, Dan Boyce, and um, I did McCoy, Terry did her science officer, and... You did your Andorian with the uh, red shirt beaker. Yeah, I did the Andorian with the red shirt beaker, and the Andorian went over very well, and the beaker went over very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Beaker, and beaker. Um, it doesn't seem to matter what he's dressed as. He just oh sure. He gets he gets so much love, and one of my very favorite things about running around the con with him is you know I I take a lot of pictures. We do a lot of selfies with people, but just. I'll be walking down a, a crowded aisle, and somebody will see him, and they'll either go beaker or meet meep at me, and they won't be trying to stop me to get a photo. They're just saying it in passing, and I'll make him meet back at them, and they just giggle and laugh and get this crazy little smile like, ah, he noticed me. Listen, beaker brings joy. And, and that's just so cool. That's just so cool. You just made somebody giggle and laugh, and and it just it feels awesome. Mm-hmm. The uh, the thing that and it, and those new spats worked pretty well for you with the, the yes the yeah yeah they mm-hmm. got that job done thank you very much yes uh, I, I'd made a pair of those for Ben in previous years you made those 
Wow, nice. Well done. Yeah, yeah. so they are now in the, the Trek Stephanie Needham Kev. Um, the thing that I love is that when I was changing into Dr. McCoy in the bathroom, uh, something you do every day, right? <laughs> uh, I, I'm arranging all the, I have like three tricorders in this bag, two phasers and, and my stuff, and I'm, I'm arranging this, and I have a bag of like, like toys over here, and I'm like, I'm trying to get it all settled, right? And right when I'm in the middle of arranging my wig, my elbow knocks a tricorder, and it falls right in the toilet. No! Oh, I didn't know that! I'm never yeah. touching your stuff. Well... <laughs> It's not the one I handed out. We have three. I said three. I said three, right? So, yes, I had mine already on. I gave the spare to Terry, and the other one is now wrapped in a plastic bag. I've got to reassemble it because it's literally now in pieces. Oh. It, like, it, like, shattered. Oh. It Sorry. was Yeah. So. <laughs> Lysol is your friend. I don't think <laughs> there's enough Lysol in the world. <laughs> I'd be buying a new one. Yeah. Dunkin' bleach. Well, for what it's worth, I wasn't using the toilet, but still. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, that was that was that was my <laughs> moment. <laughs> I didn't like that. Now, at all. did you see one of the the booths had like it was like a, a purse that was designed to look like a tricorder. No. Oh. I mean, it was more. It was more like a soft sculpt. Like a soft sculpt, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But it was a but purse. It was, it was, nice. a, it was a, an actual purse that just mm -hmm. it would give the look and feel and let you have storage, which I thought cool. was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. We saw that in passing, and I was like, ah, oh, somebody was smart there. Uh, we had a good time walking around, but I don't remember anything particular beyond the love for Beaker and, and just kind of. I mean, we only did it for about two and a half hours, which was about right. I feel like three hours is when my feet start to go, okay, we've had enough. Because <laughs> those those Cuban heel boots, as Kevin well knows, are no fun for the foot. Well, um, the, the whole Andorian gig was very hot. Mm -hmm. I mean, the puppets are hot anyways. They're, they're just, they, there's something about having your hands encased and covered in all that stuff that just makes you super hot. But mm. then the wig and the makeup and the whole big suit, it was very warm. So I was mm -hmm. done. Yes, I understand. Um, so Although I was blue for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you went to dinner as blue. Uh, I, yes, right. yeah. I yeah. changed into my street clothes and I put on a hat. I thought I you looked great. Wig, <laughs> and I'm just walking around con in my regular clothes with a blue face. <laughs> and nobody ever said a single thing to <laughs> me about Comic -Con. it. It's Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. Friday was mostly my main buying day, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I scoped out some stuff. I, st I scoped out stuff like on preview night mm -hmm. and then Thursday uh, really started going into okay what is it that I wanted to get mm -hmm. you know and then I thought usually cons pass so I usually wait till Sunday right when everybody's like discounting stuff or you can haggle or whatever and uh, this time around like I think it's because I had my eye on one thing and I didn't see it again on that Friday I'm like okay if you see it get it <laughs> uh, because uh, yeah, there's some stuff I was trying to find later on at the con I just couldn't get, so I picked up. Uh, well, also not being in costume, it's easier to shop. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's ex I don't shop when I'm in costume at all. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I, I probably did more playing this time around than I've done in previous cons. There was just neat stuff out mm -hmm. there. I mean, NECA came out with that uh, like quarter scale Christopher Reeve, mm -hmm. which was just awesome. Mm -hmm. And I picked up their uh, Robin. Burt Ward Robbins one, the NECA one of that, and I'd pick up a Hot Toys Robin, because uh, it was just, the, the guy had a discount to a price, so I just got in free fees, I'm like, there you go, you mm -hmm. know, so that was, that was that was the core of what I went and picked up. Uh, didn't have to stand in a line for an exclusive, I thought I was going to stand in line for the uh, Yvonne Craig Batgirl, mm -hmm. 
six-inch figure that Mattel was putting out, uh, but it was Entertainment Earth had them. Mm-hmm. And like preview night, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just go ahead and stand in line tonight, just get it out of the way. And the line, you know, after about 15 minutes, like moved five feet, and I'm thinking, this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess, you know, fast forward to Saturday. Oh, no, it was Friday. Friday, Friday, just later in the afternoon, uh, my buddy Alex and I, who were hanging out with each other most of the time, uh, was just walking, and we looked at the front of the uh, the cashiers for Entertainment Earth, and there was nobody standing there. No oh, line. I told you, no line? They go, no, no line. Pick them up. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I like it when this happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen at Funko. Uh, ah, yeah. Funko. <laughs> Diabolical Funko. Um, no, 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 Bob. They're not evil. Yeah. Well, I don't get the appeal of those. Things. I don't get it either. I really don't. I, I only reason I even went by there is because I had a friend yep. who wasn't making it to Comic Con yep. that wanted one of them. Yep, yep, yep. Funko is impossible to get in unless you're a dealer. But um, uh, yeah, Mal and I had loads of fun dealing with exclusives, which I don't need to bore people with. But yeah, ate up a lot of time. Got most of it except for the Funko stuff. So hey. mostly successful. So yay. Um, and then uh, what am I? What am I missing over here that was going on Friday? Because I. Obviously, I wasn't. I pretty much I did. I mean, like I, I did a little bit of browsing in the dealer room in the, in the morning, and then pretty much the rest of my day was I walked over to the Babylon Five panel because it was in the gas lamp, mm-hmm. and then I walked back over for the signing, and then I did the JMS panel, and that was pretty much my day. I think you're mixing stuff. Though. Wasn't that Saturday? Was that Saturday? Pretty sure that was all Saturday. <laughs> oh, good lord! They all run into one another. Right? It, it does. It all runs together. together. I know because I was in a Star Trek outfit at the time that could have been happening Friday, and that definitely <laughs> wasn't hat. So it was Saturday. Okay, so, so yeah, I just kind of jumped ahead today. It's Hi, okay. Time travel. It's all right. Uh, Friday, I must have just spent the whole day in the dealer room then, because I don't remember anything else. I think my favorite part of Friday was just watching. When we were at dinner with Rachel and Kevin yeah. in that like seaport area, that that was that was fun. But like seeing the Star Wars concert fireworks yeah. was yeah. really that was awesome. Cool. That was mm-hmm. cool. That was very cool. That was cool. It was great hanging with Kevin and Rachel and um, getting dinner and stuff. It was really good to see them. I'm bummed yeah, I had to really miss that. To see I, I feel bad. Uh, Mal had such a hard time finding the place, but uh, well, I think once we were all eating, it was all it was all good times. Yeah. I I love the discussion we were having about our comparative high school experiences and, <laughs> and fan clubs. That one was great. And, you know the, the the tears of nerdum how like yeah we were nerds, but then there was this other really nerdy person over here. <laughs> that uh, you know. Those yeah. were great stories. Those were very good stories. I, I thought that was great. That was that was the highlight that night. Yeah. That and my awesome key lime soda. Oh. That's right. <laughs> you can get your pie, so you got. I can't get it. the pie, but I got the soda, which is almost as good. Bob um, will find a way. I will find a way. That night, loaded up on the cookies from that cookie company. It was really good. Oh, and then we then we went to the Capaldi's hotel to see if we could. Get oh the my pie. god. <laughs> <laughs> And they, well, okay, before Bob laughs too much, okay, uh, either the day or two before Bob and I went, that's true, a little bit. But at, at, that's because you, you like, you had the info. We're like, okay, I guess we're going. I guess we're going to check it out. Uh-huh. Although the timing was, I mean, we knew he'd probably be on the floor. So. When Eric and I showed up, it was in the evening, and there was security at the door. We couldn't they, get yeah, in. Yeah, they wouldn't let you in the lobby unless. What was the whole thing? They had, you, you had to know somebody in the hotel to come down and meet you. Oh. Do you was, have a room here, sir? A friend of mine has a room. Uh, okay, your friend's going to have to come down and get you. Okay, then I'll just give him a call. <laughs> I'm going to step over here then. <laughs> call my friend. <laughs> the 12th Dr. Peter Capaldi. <laughs> right. Uh, he didn't come down for me, so we, le- we left. Understood. 
Understood. Sure. And then okay. we walked by the House of Blues just to see if there was a line yet yep. for the next day. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think the only thing I saw was like on Instagram, they were like chalking out like which line for like Orphan Black and uh, for Doctor Who. Because mm -hmm. people were lining up like in the like crack of dawn, right? Like how early do people line up? Oh man. Yeah, I was, uh, I was about to say like the line veterans, as I'll put it. Uh, so my friend Alex, uh, he usually would come out to con for like one day usually here and there. And uh, we were parked, we had the reserve parking over at the uh, Bayfront Hilton. Uh -huh. And uh, so we'd always go past Hall H, past the grass where everybody's all standing out in line, you know, across the street to get go to parking. And so every evening when we'd be leaving the con, there'd be a whole crowd of people up there, and Alex would say, what are they doing? I go, they're waiting in line for an upcoming panel or for tickets for, you know, uh, uh, for autographs or something like that. He goes, who, somewhere there all night? I go, well, practically, you know. He goes, who would do that? And so <laughs> our friend Adrian being in line going, hey, guys! <laughs> every night. Three days in a row. Hey guys, Adrian, man, he was scoring. He met Kiss. He had he got the Capaldi autograph ticket. Everybody, and he met oh, the Flash. Yeah. Oh, Flash the, yeah. the last night that I went by, um, uh, Saturday night, going uh, leaving the con. I'm walking by. Uh, yeah, Adrian didn't say hey guys because he was passed out in the lawn chair. <laughs> you know, his in, last the, in, line. in his last line. You know. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, he he was uh, yeah he was working it, but uh, he got his results, so he was a happy camper. They were selling "I Survived Hall H" T-shirts in the dealer room. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw those. Those were great. I, I actually saw quite a few Comic Con specific shirts, and I I started to laugh. I'm like, it took how many years for people to kind of get that going? Yeah. This. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, any other highlights to? Well, Saturday was <laughs> Saturday was the uh, the offsite Doctor Who meetup, and it was my last chance to meet Peter Capaldi. So I was like, "Dag nabbit, I'm gonna have to do it again." So the Doctor Who was starting at two thirty. I got there at eight thirty, mm -hmm. and when I showed up, there was a huge old uh, line. But that line was for Orphan Black at ten a.m., mm -hmm. and that wrapped around the block. Mm -hmm. And everybody who was in that line got to get in, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and, and there was still more buttons to go. Mm -hmm. So, so I knew that I could have showed up a bit later than eight thirty. And yeah, all right. <laughs> And but I didn't you know I didn't know before I got there I I I couldn't take any more risks. This is too important. So yeah, about eight thirty I get in line, and uh, uh, there was only like twelve people in line, and, and Erica and Pam showed up, and closer to like one thirty or so, uh, more of our friends showed up. Uh, Stefan showed up, Andrew, right. Jesse, uh, Jesse, and we got in, and I ran. To the front, uh, and the the closest to the front I got was uh, at the House of Blues. There is no seating in the main stage area, but it's all standing room. But there was I was right behind the the handicap the handicap yeah. section. So so I was standing like one row, quote unquote, row behind everybody. So I was right up there. So they came out, and uh, finally Peter Capaldi comes out. I don't think I told you this either, but uh, I started filming with my phone, and then I was like, all right. I'm just going to take this moment in. I put my phone away, and and uh, Capaldi and I, I was dressed in my Peter Capaldi, your Peter Capaldi costume. 
Um, it's yours. Now. It, it's well, you yeah, right. made it your own. Right? And uh, and Capaldi and I locked eyes, and I nodded, and I, I saluted him, mm-hmm. and he saluted me back. Nice. And uh, what did he, he said? Something like uh, nice outfit. Nice outfit. As you yeah. Somebody got that on video, didn't they? Because well, that was a different that time. Was a diff- actually. That was when oh. he came out to the to right. see the fans. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, as this is going on, I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I clearly am not going to be able to get my picture with Peter here, because because uh, it's nuts. So I told Pam and Erica, I was like, listen, as soon as this ends, as soon as they start walking towards the back, I'm bolting behind the building, because mm-hmm. uh, I know that they got in and they didn't get in from the front, so they got mm-hmm. in from the back. And as soon as they, uh, I did what exactly what I said I was going to do, they started to leave, and then uh, I went to the exit. The exit was not the exit. It was just a big door marked exit. (laughs) (laughs) Fooled you. So I'm like, damn it. So I got to fight all these people to get back to the proper exit. And as I start going, it's like, holy crap, Peter and Stephen Moffat have gone down to the corner and they're signing things for people and they're getting pictures. So Andrew and Steph, maybe not Stephen, but Andrew and Jesse definitely, who got there hours after I am, are getting their selfies with Peter. And I'm like, all right. All right, well let's uh, let's just wait this out. So I waited, and they switched sides, and Peter came over to the side that I was on, and there was a moment. So I was in like video selfie mode because uh, I figure I can take a still frame as mm-hmm. a picture anytime if I can get it. And there was there was a good amount of time where Stephen Moffat was directly in front of me, and people were putting stuff in front of him to sign, and and I was like. Hey, Stephen, how about we get out of the way and let Peter come up? But I didn't say anything. <laughs> no. But I, I couldn't give two shits about Stephen Moffat. Uh, and then Peter does finally come over, and and I was as I was selfieing, he did he he poked a, poked over to me. and He said, "That's a nice outfit, the excellent outfit." Nice. And I said, "Thank you very much." And I didn't get the selfie there. And finally, he moved on. And I was like, "All right, back to the plan." So I go to the back of the House of Blues, and sure enough, there's already a line of people. They know where he's coming out. <laughs> and I'm like, dang nabbit, I am so angry. I may have said some other words in my head. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what do I do here? Not only is this the exit, the artist area exit, but it's also another entrance to mm-hmm. the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. And it's the House of Blues. There are tables out and about, and people standing and standing. is probably, probably 25, 30 people, maybe, I don't know. But I'm thinking, how can I make this happen? There's too many people. He's going to be rushed to the car. And then I formulated a plan. Can I do this? Can I, re- I have, yes, I have to try. So I went up to the hostess. And I said, hey, uh, I want a Coke. Can I sit at that table there? And she says, sure. So she takes me to this chair 10 feet away from the artist entrance. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm enjoying my Coke, my straw, sitting down, and they're all, they've got, they've brought out the steel barriers by now, blocking those people. I'm just trying to have my soda, darn it. <laughs> they're all bothering me. Ordered some cornbread. <laughs> and uh, this guy comes up to me and he says, uh, hey, just so you know, we've got a we've got an artist exiting here shortly, and when that happens, we just we don't want anybody standing up uh, at the time. If you can just stay seated, and and I just went, huh? <laughs> and I don't even know why I didn't lie. I mean, I lie all the time. I should have just said, uh, sure. I'm waiting for my cornbread. But no, I just I was just like, huh? And 
And he, I think he kind of might maybe caught on because he was like, all right. And he kind of walked away. <laughs> so I've got my phone out and I'm getting ready for all of this. And uh, uh, Michelle comes out and I'm getting all ready. And Peter came out and I didn't, you know, I didn't T-bone him. I didn't like cut him off the pass. I did keep some space though, and I was like, "Hey, I didn't get a picture inside." And he he waved and pointed at the camera a little bit. So I mean, none of this for me counts as a proper selfie. I want a picture of me and Peter looking at the camera together, badass. Yeah. But you know, if you put a little column A in the first part and a little column B, <laughs> it was. Was, I do uh, have to say, you you doing the House of Blues thing. Story. Yeah, you doing the house like going the back of the House of Blues was probably one of my favorite moments seeing him do it because mm -hmm. I you know in the in the mosh pit of craziness when mm -hmm. Peter came out I lost track of everyone and then I remembered oh Kevin's around the building I go behind the building and I'm like where the hell is he and then next thing you know like I slowly scan and I see Kevin sitting at that table with the coke in his hand going like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and I'm just like, you bastard. When did you think of that? That's brilliant. Well, I was pretty and, proud of myself. <laughs> and I see all you these people, be, like, you know, stuck behind the fence that they put up. And I'm just like, I can't believe he did that. That is brilliant. <laughs> and <laughs> next year, the tables will be moved <laughs> 20 feet from the door. Yeah. This is sort of like, yeah, exactly like the whole Matt Smith picture, right? It's as soon as they figure out. Wow, someone beat our system. Damn it, let's rethink this whole thing again. Mm -hmm. yeah. God, I hate that. Oh, why can't they just leave it for a couple of years? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> the cornbread, a bit dry. <laughs> I was disappointed. It wasn't very good. <laughs> and I this did, is too. a metaphor. <laughs> I for, saw for, you for and the Pam out there. Decent and I wanted to, I almost wanted to be like, hey, come on and join me at the table. And I was like, no attention. I don't want any attention on me. <laughs> on top of that, I knew what you were doing, so I'm like, I don't want to ruin this for him. <laughs> Every time a new security guard came out, I'd be like, God, they're gonna, they're gonna boot me. What's gonna happen? Mm. I was shocked that they didn't. I thought they were gonna make you move, but they. They didn't know that I yeah. was a fan. There's a fine line between a fan and He's a customer. He's dressed as a fan, and they don't get that. That's what I well, love. The security security guard is not. He's not. You know, it's not like a Power Ranger outfit where it's. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a nice outfit, you know, yeah. if yeah. they're not a Who fan. Yeah, they don't know better. And they're, I, yeah. I kept it pretty cool. <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's, that's, that's amazing, though. Yeah, see, wow. See, it's a better story mm -hmm. than the, 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 the photo, but come on, the story is... It's good story. The story, story is gold. Story. <laughs> story. Of course, now the story is going to go up on the podcast and all the... Security people are going to be like, okay, yeah, I like being oh, listening yeah. to this. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Bob, don't underestimate yourself. San Diego Security is. When's Bob putting out the podcast? We have to see what his next dialogue of plan is. Yeah, ever since uh, Matt Smithgate. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that was it for my Saturday until we got to the masquerade. What else did, what did you have going on during the day? Uh, well, along with uh, Julie, I was uh, interested in meeting the, um, the the folks from Babylon 5. I know, I know we had our, another shopping morning, which uh, I've, yeah. I've glossed over that to not bore people about shopping for toys. But oh my I God, know that yeah. uh, I was dressed as uh, Captain Marvel. So I went well, and... Well, no, but you had the morning of Billy Batson. Right, right, sorry. I'm trying to get attention, and, that's and right. people are just, as usual, like, oh, that's nice, who are you? you yeah, know? <laughs> totally I was Billy Batson for three hours in the morning, three people got it. Oh. Yeah, 
and uh, we ran. And one of them was from Big Wow. Go, I remember you from Big Wow. I'm like, oh, thanks. And then uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's almost great. three more people that got you from being Tom Baker back in 2005. Oh no, there were at least more than three in 2005. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but. But yeah, yeah we, anyway, so at the DC it. booth, we ran into you and... and, and right, and Pasquale and... And, 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 uh, and then FO and CJ was there, because well, I kept running into Lauren, mm-hmm. but then suddenly CJ shows up. I'm like, oh, I never managed so. to run into either of them, sad to say. Yeah, and they were about to head off to the House of Blues thing, right? Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, so, anyway, I lined up and uh, met J. Michael Straczynski and got uh, we got our Midnight Nation book signed and yeah. uh, Babylon, my Babylon 5 poster. And then we did a little wandering, and then we lined up again for the Babylon 5 cast. That's why I missed the panel, because yeah, I was in Shrinsky. Well, yeah. it was crazy, because JMS signing just seemed like like um, like Coleman. She, he did not seem like he was there to really... He seemed really tired. Yeah. yeah. But at the panel, panel was nice. I was like, oh, okay, so this is a guy that, that I enjoy listening to. But yeah, mm-hmm. that signing, it's like generally, it just doesn't seem like people are happy to sign these days. They, they feel like they're cattle or something the agent carter signing was insane because i showed up to go to that one where they had some of the producers and they had Haley atwell and then they had james darcy were you there with the whole oh yeah because i got asked to go yeah Yeah, because i I was asked something on facebook like hey there's gonna be a peggy agent carter flash mob like be be at the booth at like 10 45 do not be late and like all these details and i showed up at 10 o'clock because i was like oh let me see if i can like get in on this autograph thing and I saw like Katie Foreman there in, in all her glory, and she actually got to go up. They, this guy, like it was chaos, but this guy was like, okay, you, you, and you do discreetly come over here and then get in line for the signing. So they let Katie and, and two mm. of the people she was with to actually get in. But I was kind of stuck with all the Asian Carters with the red mm. hat and the blue suit and everything. Mm. And we were like, and they weren't telling us anything, but they were making, they were passing around like a, a press form or, or something, like a release. Mm-hmm. And so we're, and they were still not giving us any detail, like what was going to happen. They just said like, stay, just stay here. And then, um, eventually towards the end of the signing you know after even like the staff got to go on and get autographs and we're just sitting there and then eventually the guy i guess he felt bad for some of us who were just there for like an hour and wasn't told what was going on so he started taking hats off of the agent carters and putting them on the autograph table and they were like signing it for us Mm. so all of a sudden i see this guy's hand just come out of nowhere take my hat and i'm like who what are you doing with my hat and then all of a sudden he puts it on the table and Haley atwell and james signed my hat and the guy puts it back on my head and i was like i can't believe that happened <laughs> and next At first, thing, you're like, and then I was kind of upset because they like me being me, like they sign like the back of the top of the rim, and I'm like, well, why don't you sign behind it? Because then I'm now I'm gonna need a new hat because I can't. <laughs> this is, I, guess, I can't. I can't. I can't. be all like, you cost me an eighty-five dollar hat. Yeah. Now I have to go buy a new one. Yeah, because there was girls wearing the screen accurate hat yeah. that is like ninety dollars, and they were signing it. I was like, and now I'd missing be... the point completely. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she I... signed your hat. Yeah, okay? but I don't I know. Like, what if Peter Capaldi took a white marker and signed your jacket? I'd be like, this. Oh, I can't. I would put it under glass. Yeah, I'm I'm so torn. It's like a two face moment. I don't know. There's I, like, half I, of me that would be very angry, like, hey, that's that's that gets really expensive. And yes, there's another bird, but beautiful yeah. signed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt. I was like, wow, it's really cool. I didn't even ask for this to happen, but it happened. I should be grateful because there were some girls who were going crazy and trying to like get in out on that, and I didn't ask for anything, and the sure. guy just took it. 
And so, yeah, it was mixed feelings, but I was like, still cool, that happened. And then eventually they were like, okay, all the Peggy Carters, we're going to clear out like the press and like the pit area in front of the table. And we're going to do like a costume contest. And then we're going to get you guys um, like on stage with Haley Atwell and do like a huge uh-huh. group picture. And uh-huh. like, if you were lucky enough, if you were quick enough, you can get a selfie with her, which I think Katie did and a few others. I wasn't quick enough because there was just so many of us that I just eventually was like, oh, too many people. But uh, yeah, it was really great. And then she ended up giving two, two people got like special edition posters for wow, good costume, nice. for best costumes. And um, yeah, it was, it was really disorganized. But in the end, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I walked away with Haley Atwell's autograph. So I, I was like, okay, I won for today. Yeah. And then I had to do a quick change in the river and then get down to the House of Blues. So it was a really chaotic morning. Awesome. Yeah. And then that's when BBC America was like, hey, you're a great river. We'll put you in the costume contest. And I was like, oh, this is an awesome day. <laughs> Got a free t-shirt nice. for doing that. So nice. yeah. Did you see the uh, the video where Haley snuck be- up behind a... Uh, a Peggy Carter cop. Oh, but in, in, in the hotel in the lobby? In the yeah. Or whatever, yeah. And surprised her. Oh, I thought that was no, so cool. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. She, the girl was like eating or something and, and had her jacket off and stuff, and, and Haley just comes up behind yeah, her. Yeah, it's, it's like a video. There's yeah. a video on YouTube of it. I'll yeah. Check it out. I thought that was cool. Uh, my, my highlight at the Babylon 5 uh, cast signing, and they were all generally cool, though also a little disorganized there. Um, mm-hmm. And kudos to you for getting most of them to sign your uh, journal I for actually free. went back and paid for it yes, the next day. Oh, okay. okay. I did not. I, I didn't say, feel right. I yeah. felt like I was stealing from people that I love, and right. this was not right. Then, okay. So I Story went back amended. and I paid for it the next day. But uh, yeah, I mean, they were all they were all nice and everything, but there wasn't time for a lot of real talk because there was a lot of maneuvering of this poster and such. But I was three people uh, to the front of the line, and Billy Moomy, who other people might know from Lost in Space or Twilight Zone, uh, immediately went, "That's a great Captain Marvel," and I was like, uh, "Thanks." He's like, "Tom Tyler, serial, right?" I'm like, "Yep, oh. that's, that's right." He's like. It's really cool. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, really well done. And I'm like, thanks. And you just went, I want to talk about that when you get up here. I'm like, I will do that. <laughs> so when I got up there, he immediately was like, you're a big fan, right? I was like, oh yeah, I love Captain Marvel. And we talked Tom Tyler and the serial. And he's like, Golden Age. Golden Age are the best ones, aren't they? I mean, oh. And he started going on about that. I'm like, well, yeah, I love the Golden Age, but I only can afford so many of them. What I grew up on was the 70s and 80s books. He's like, yeah, those were okay. But it's all about the Golden Age. <laughs> and I was like, all right. But no, he was, and, and then I told him that I, you know. About the cape? Had the, yeah, the cape. He was just like, oh, well, if you have the original, then, oh. And then he kind of like backed off. <laughs> about that so that was the best interaction I had with the B5 cast I'm like great I got to talk to Billy Moomy and I didn't mention any oh Scott will love this except of course my footnote before I walked away is I said by the way before I ever saw your Twilight Zone or before I ever saw Lost in Space I first saw you on Superboy and he's like that was a great show I had so much fun on that show oh that's great no good times I was like alright cool and I had to move on but I thought great Captain Marvel Superboy no no Babylon 5 no Twilight Zone <laughs> yeah that's what oh happened. I am I probably my favorite moment from that signing was I mentioned to Bridge Box Liner I said you know what if I'd known I was coming a little bit earlier than when I actually found out I was coming to this mm-hmm. I said I would have shown up dressed as Amanda King and he just cracked up he's like oh that really takes me back because that was my first exposure <laughs> yeah. to Amazon Scarecrow Mrs. King right right yeah he 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 seemed he he didn't seem upset about that. I'm like, there's always been these rumors about you know Kate Jackson wasn't easy to work with, but mm-hmm. he was just like, oh yeah, that really takes me back. That would have been fun. And I'm like, okay, definitely doing it next time I see him. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I no, I, I, I was mad that I I couldn't even get close because I I would have been like, dude, 
I'm so pissed that they're canceling Chon. Oh, so is oh, he. That was God. one of the things he talked about in the panel. He oh, like, yeah? kind of went on a rant about that. Really? Panel. I was like, well, I was supposed to have this big project coming up called Tron, but apparently that's been shelved. And, yeah. and he was he was upset. Yeah. Well, yeah, he loves that he character. Would, he would have had a much bigger role. He yeah. would have had a yeah. chance to redeem everything yeah. that they set up. I know. And I know. I, 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 I he's even, not the only one pissed. Oh, that's, no. That would have been my... my the yeah. kind of statement to him is like, trust me, there's there's about uh, offhanded at least seventy effects artists I know mm -hmm. that really wanted to work on that movie, including myself. We were like, I don't care if I take a pay cut. I yeah. want I want my name in the credits on this movie. Mm. No, no, it, it, and yeah, a lot of people are like, who's the executive? Who, who's the person who didn't green light that? Maybe who who do we need to shank in an alley now? Right. <laughs> you know? Slowly. Um, so briefly, uh, the JMS panel was, was great. He was very good speaker, very enlightening. Mm -hmm. uh, and then afterwards, we all went to our friend Wally's panel, who did a fantastic job. I only got the second half, but yeah. it was really well done. And who did you guys go to the second panel where he was up with other people? Because I wanted to see that. I, no, I we missed, missed that, that one. No, I wasn't. I didn't make it to that one. Uh, no, Saturday. We uh, had the con late on Sunday. Yeah, so but Saturday uh, got there. We had we had lunch with our friend uh, Ruben Procopio, right. the artist, and so I had a great time. You know, hanging with him. Discovered there was like a little restaurant off to the side. But next don't to talk about it. Don't, oh, don't sorry, it's a great secret. It's a great yes. secret restaurant. Let's that's keep that, that place to It's at the convention. I didn't realize <laughs> it was quite. It was quite nice. Uh, you it was didn't a nice hear alternative. About it here. Turn off the recorder. I want to know yeah, what yeah, this place yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, nice alternative. But anyway, yeah. So. We hanged out with him, and then uh, I had to get get over to Wally's panel because I did the opening video for it, and yep. I was doing some photography for that, and uh, it was uh, moderated by my friend uh, Mark, Mark Fullerton, and uh, James Braddock was uh, involved in uh, putting that panel together, and yeah, it was just Wally talking about you know uh, voiceover work, and uh, he put some of the audience in through uh, some voiceover Voice exercises, exercises and so forth. Great. That was awesome. And uh, I thought. Really, really well. Yeah, yeah, it was a great turnout. I, mm -hmm. I, I was surprised the size of the hall first. And, and it was full. And it was full. It was full. And then, um, and then it was off to the masquerade. <laughs> uh, well, well, almost, almost off to the masquerade. Um, when did we catch Juliet's thing? That was Sunday. That was was that Sunday? Yeah, that was, that was Sunday. Sunday. Okay, that was Sunday. Okay, I'm getting all confused. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So and then off to the masquerade. Yes. So we're leading up to the big masquerade, uh, which uh, uh, we almost were part of the halftime show, which sadly fell apart. Oh well. Uh, but meanwhile, Next year. Nah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the big uh, attraction was uh, Katie and Terry were in a haunted mansion group. Why don't you fill us in on that, Terry? What was it like competing in the masquerade? A whirlwind. Um, it was pretty well organized. I mean, you got a, a little bit of time on this like fake stage to perform your routine beforehand, and um, like backstage or what? Yeah, there was like a little room, like a green room kind of, and then they had like little dressing rooms set up. Everyone was like super, super nice, and it was really cool getting to see all the details of those costumes at close. You like really miss it when you're just watching it on the big screen. Mm -hmm. um, what time did you have to check in for the uh, masquerade? It was like four thirty. I kind of showed up. You can. They want you to be in costume and ready to go by like seven, oh, okay. so that they could take photos of you for to show the judges, and then the judges come and look at your clothes, and then they review your book and stuff like that. Um, 
Um, but I know that there was the the early meetup, and then you and Katie had to put together that book the night before of all the different reference material and photos and yeah, all that. Yeah, the judges said they really liked our reference book, that it was really well done. And yeah, we actually, um, Friday night, we went behind the Hyatt in the parking lot that's adjoining the Seaport Village, and we rehearsed in the parking lot with people watching us. Like, we were like the free entertainment and <laughs> so, like one girl was dressed as Barbie and somebody else was Squirrel Girl and Rainbow Dash and people are like driving by, hi Barbie! And then all of a sudden this guy comes with his wife and he's watching us and he's telling us how to get in formation and a triangle. He's like, okay, you stand here and you stand there. He was like directing us and then he's like, okay, pose like this. And then after he left, we're like, oh my God, what was that? <laughs> it was yeah. really strange, but. Um, and which, which woman of the Haunted Mansion were you? I was um, the widow, who is also known as Constance, from the stretching portrait. She looks like an old lady who killed her husband with an axe. <laughs> awesome. That sounds like fun. So uh, yeah, it was the it was the women of the haunted mansion, and it yeah. had uh, well, your makeup had me fooled. Oh yeah, yeah totally. we we're, were watching the 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 feed, the live we're feed on the, the live overflow feed room. in the overflow room, and and you know they've panned across everybody, and Scott's like. Which one was Terry? I'm like, we just saw her! Didn't you recognize like, her from Mal's birthday party? That's more such a weird side note on that one. On, he didn't even recognize her. No. And I'm like, that's her right there! He's like, that's Terry? I didn't know! So, yeah. good job on the makeup yeah. there! Yeah, good job! Too. You know, it's funny, um... Well, Dan I, told us he, he didn't even recognize you on the floor. He walked past you and yeah. did not know you. I was like, hey, Dan, it's me! He's like, oh, well, oh my gosh, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's like my mom saw pictures of me, and she's like, um, you didn't put the makeup on. I said, well, from far away, you can't really see it as well, mm -hmm. you know? I couldn't make it super dark, or I would look, like, ghoulish in person, right, so, right. but... Yeah, no, right, it totally right. worked on stage, and, uh... Yeah, Gonna say something about gray wigs. People just don't recognize you because yeah. I was getting that half the weekend. People were like, "If you didn't talk to me, I wouldn't have known that was you." Yeah. Got called ma'am mm. a lot too. Did you get but, that? <laughs> 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 I was getting called ma'am so much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just show you how much we love you. That's the only reason why I ever went into a overflow room for masquerade. I, I stopped going years ago. I'm shocked you guys even did that because I didn't expect you to and I was like, well, oh, so no. Yeah, but thank goodness you were early. Yes. Because yeah. yeah. I did stay for the whole thing. I was like, oh, Terry's here. Okay, two more. All right, this is eating my brain. I'm going now. Thank you. I Kevin I and I stayed for the whole thing live, which is great. But, why, did you, uh, why did you do that to yourself, Kevin? I think that, I think Pretty much everything about your guys' uh, performance was was brilliant. I thought that. Oh yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, they did get best in show for a reason. It was the it was the the actual performances were great. The costumes, the makeup, and the story. It's like here's this maid, and it's her turn. She's gonna be part of the part well, of the ghosts. Well, yeah. If, if all the presentations had been like that, we would have stayed and seen the whole show. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there was there there were as with every masquerade ups and downs, <laughs> ups and downs. It was probably yeah. about. Uh, performance entry 18 or 19 where I turned to Bob and I'm like, how many are there? And Bob's like, oh, no, sometimes there's like 50. 50? <laughs> Turned out there's only 35. but Which was still very many. Yes, yeah, especially all... since they go, woo! Okay, whatever. so this was my, this was my first yeah. time at any masquerade like this and they what? warned us about it. The host and hostess warned us about this in the beginning. I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, it's entry number three. 
will say the host and hostess, but they don't say three. They let the audience say three, which I think is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Entry number uh, uh, three. Uh, uh. And then <laughs> yeah. you have to have the for whatever reason. I don't, I, and how many years has this been going on? Over twenty. Over twenty years. Well, yeah. no, no, no. This whole thing that they're doing, I think, came about in the last ten. Yeah. Okay. So the audience uh, will not just stop at three. Uh, entry number three. Ah, ah, ah. Whoa. What? Okay. And then they'll even be adding more. Yeah, it goes on. Uh, and I was a bit confused. And, and of course, the host and hostess have a sign. They're like, stop. Yeah. You know, they're like, applause, stop. Applause, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they did it every you time. chickens? And every time they were Holding so proud of themselves. <laughs> they really thought this was hilarious. They were doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I stop talking because it's just going to be cuss words. I can't. <laughs> I was so angry. I was These legitimately are the pissed off. Who drank the Kool Aid? Yeah. We're, we're part of the show. You're not part of the show, assholes. You watch the show. Watch the show and applaud. And stop ruining it for everybody else. It's truly, I mean. Because it would cut like 20 minutes if they just stopped. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it would cut more than that. No, 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 no it would no, probably cut about an hour. An hour, hour yeah. A solid That's, hour? Well, well, you got to figure 35 entries, and it takes them over a minute at least. It's like each entry seems to take about minutes three minutes. Just to get to oh, the entry. Yeah, well, right. listen, it would definitely cut a lot of time. Yeah. Yep. Without bringing out the math. And it's completely. God, I mean, there's just fire in my brain right now. I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing. You're living it again. I'm picturing the people behind me dying in a forest fire, and that's what's keeping me going right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Wow. So, um, <laughs> that, that, yes, it was. Man, I thought Malachi went dark. Wow. <laughs> I, and I, I, I mean, but look, they it clearly, it's, they're trying to get the, the Rocky Horror, horror thing kind of going, the interactive thing. <laughs> I, I half get it, but yeah, it, it went a bit far. But regardless, um, so, uh, before we get to, uh, the awesome awards there, group one, let's talk about the award presentations. Oh, I was, I thought you were going to talk about someone else. What, 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 what were we going to talk about? Uh, well, we have to get to him. Well, we are going to get to him. He's part of the award presentation. Is okay, that, okay. Is that what you meant? Motorcycle guy? Yeah. Uh, oh, excuse me. He's God. Mr. Robert Acer to you and me. <laughs> Mr. Racer? Yeah. Hey, that's clever wordplay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so there's this. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I, I'm going to interrupt just for a moment because they're going to get into this full story. But anybody listening, please send an email or something to Bob or even to me at, at this point. Complaint? I want to know what this gag was. If this guy was real or if this was some no, movie gag. No, this is it's some so dude. unbelievably like a parody? fake and over the top. Like a this, parody or is the satire? Well, l- let us explain what okay. we saw. Oh. Okay, we saw, first of all, for for the awards, um, everybody, uh, the, the host and hostess will say, and now to introduce... This next award is Jim from Jim's Fabric Company. And Jim's Fabric Company will come out and say, you know what, I thought the best use of fabric was uh, entry number seven. Yep. And that they get our prize of $500. Or gift certificates or whatever. Yeah. Uh, things like that. So, yeah, there were people... Here's a keychain. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. there, there were, I think DC and Lucasfilm and a lot of people, they, and of course, it helps if you have an entry that's from Lucasfilm or DC. Then yeah. It helps I, you change. Yeah, those were definitely steered yeah. towards those yeah so you have those but then before the big best in show in first second place 
there comes this gentleman that we're about to talk about. But uh, they don't introduce Robert Acer initially. Oh, right. They yeah. introduce somebody to introduce Robert Acer. That's right. That's right. What? Yeah. Here to introduce yeah. Mr. Robert Acer is Benita Bellata What the Fuck Italian. I, it was a name I, I missed. Supermodel. Yeah, she was an actress uh, Italian supermodel who came out. That nobody recognized. I can right? only assume... And nobody knew. She must be big in Italy. Right? I can only assume she's on Italy's Italian worst porn, soap maybe. operas. Oh, you are all... We are all very honored for... Uh, that's not the greatest Italian accent. <laughs> not even for a bad Italian <laughs> actress. <laughs> I, think, I think you went a little we're, bit we're very, we're very honored for Mr. R. Robert Acer to come out. He uh, does... The, she was the worst goddamn actress... <laughs> on the show, um, it was hor- it was a joke. It's like, who's who's banging this broad? How did she get on here? And it has to be it has to be Mr. something Acer. like that. It was, uh, honey, if you're listening, go back to Italy, uh, make some pasta. That's all you gotta do. So finally, she gives her old thing. Uh, Robert, Folks, Acer, when you want to send your email, send them to send Kevin them to Kittredge. Mis- send them to Mr. Kittredge at gmail.com <laughs> So, Robert Acer has a $2,000 award, a $3,000 award, and a $5,000 award. This guy's putting out $10,000, which is a lot of money. It's more and money than that currency wait, 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 ever. No, 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 no. He's giving out $10,000 oh, okay. total. Okay. And uh, so she finally introduces, please welcome Mr. Robert Acer. So we're all like, oh, sure, whatever. Uh, out comes uh, this dude. In a motorcycle helmet and motorcycle gear. Uh, it was like a suit. Picture a little Daft Punk, if you will, but pretty much all black. Was he like Evil Knievel or something? Or it, like, it was oh, like it changes things. Okay. Yeah, I, it was like an all dark suit with a dark helmet. Um, and actually, I passed him on the way into the masquerade. He just passed me, and at first, I thought he was from Doctor Who, Smith and Jones. I thought he was a slab, and I just went, "Oh, hey, nice costume!" Until I, I clicked. But I, by the time it clicked, I just didn't say anything. And he went, "Thanks, buddy. Good Captain Marvel." And he walked on. I was like, "All right," and I didn't think anything of it. And then he comes out on stage. I'm like, "It's this guy? What?" Okay. See, when I was asking about this before, because I have not seen a picture of this guy, my stepson Alex cued me into uh, Top Gear. Has a character named Stick. That shows up as white mo- motorcycle. Yeah, it's all white. Yeah, he thought this might have been Stig, and I'm like, well, no. You said he was in some business suit with a helmet, not a full gear. This could conceivably be Stig. No, no, it's not Stig. This is Robert Acer. He's very important. <laughs> no, it's not. But, but continuing with that, I want to learn more about this. So Robert Acer comes out and he tells, he says. Uh, I was supposed to be racing in Italy this weekend, but I wanted to be here. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, and he told us... Don't uh, be so mad that he's so rich. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he, he gave out an award for most heroic, most creative, and most... That's a know, lot of money just to be handed out. It like, is. Heroic, creative, and inspired, I think, was the other one. Anyway, yeah, this so... Year was like uh, the the, the top the one was to most make you want to be a hero, yeah. I think, which is why Big Hero 6 won. Yeah. When it was... When when they said it was to be a... Makes you want to be a hero, I was like, ah, oh, dang, that How to Mansion one isn't, doesn't want to make anybody be a mm-hmm. hero. It's something completely different. Um... He was ridiculous. It was it was the biggest. It, it was it was very interesting. It was, was the awesome. biggest. Please yeah. notice me. I'm very important. <laughs> you know my theory on the it? Convention. I think it was Andy Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to 
I did. But uh, but that all I said, you said Wally had other things to do that. <laughs> um, but uh, the one in the haunted mansion, they won three awards. You won uh, best in show. Best in show. We ran like a Century Guild award, and then I think it was the costumers. Yeah, costumers guild. Yeah. Really? So you you did, you ended up winning like so that oh, means you guys got the costume college thing. No, not the college costume designers guild. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So that added up to what like some some uh, swag, maybe some free Universal Studios tickets. There were some free bags. Badges, but only four. We mm-hmm. had eight members in our group. They gave us some money too, but all in all, we only got each like twenty bucks or something, and like a statue, a couple statues, and mm-hmm. some medals, you know. Uh, and you were featured in the newsletter the next day. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Woo. Nice. So, so yeah. So uh, I take it everyone in the group was suitably happy with the. Uh... Oh, they were totally ecstatic, like almost <laughs> like tears in their eyes, like they're freaking out. It was well, pretty, it is pretty impressive to exciting. win best in show at your first masquerade. Yeah. That is, so how long were you guys working Beginner's on luck. We, we literally practiced for hours until people were shouting, shut up, go home. It was like 11 at night and we were like at our apartment building and, and in the parking lot. I mean, we had that down and then I'm still kicking myself because I kind of messed up. But the guy just says, whatever happens, I just saw that, going. but I wasn't going to say like, anything. Like this. And then I was like, then like I was I like, knew. God. And then they had to be focusing on me in the video while I'm messing up, but I just kept going. I was proud of myself. I've yeah. watched it a number of times. I never noticed. Uh, yeah, I I'm noticed. teasing. I didn't see a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, week-wise. Like, how many days or weeks did you guys perform, uh, practice? It was at least, like, three hours. But no, I'm sorry. But, like, uh, like over the weeks. Like, how many weeks? Like, did we get together to practice? Yeah. That was it. I mean, there was, like, a couple hours one day, another hour, Kevin, and then... Kevin, Kevin. It's not like it. they were doing Idiot's Lantern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 just, just keep doing the steps over and over, and that's all. Well, I mean, that makes it all the more impressive if yeah. you didn't do yeah. it that much. White girl learned it the night before. She wow. was from Texas. I mean, I'm like, I'm impressed. So. And you guys had somebody drop, didn't you? We somebody had two people. Out? There's supposed to be ten people. Two people dropped out, but... True. So that's okay. But, but Katie's were, been thinking about this for years. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was like her dream. Yeah, it was like her dream. Yeah. yeah awesome. Yeah, it came together great. So uh, too bad you didn't get to show it on the floor, but hopefully a D23. Yeah, we're going to be a D23 on Sunday, and we're going to wear them again, whoever is there. So at least oh, I'll cool. get to wear them somewhere. Because, yeah, I know you put a lot of effort into all that. The, uh, I, 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 was, I was fabric shopping with Terry for all this stuff. So it was like, you know, <laughs> we're going to trims and velvets and all that good stuff. And the wig oh, came out great. Story so. of our life. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sunday wrap up. Any last thoughts about the con? I mean, that was not much for me to say. We did the Marvels again, so we were Captain Mary Marvel with Hoppy and got a lot of attention. And beyond that, it was mostly wandering around and wind down and a few purchases. Not much else to say. Uh, I went and caught the uh, uh, panel uh, with uh, Juliet Landau. Yeah. Uh, she was hosting the Buffy musical panel, but right. it was to show the trailer for the documentary that uh, I've been helping working on with her right. and uh, Deverell, mm-hmm. uh, her husband, uh, called the a clip. Yeah, the teaser trailer for A Place for the Undead, mm-hmm. which is a documentary about uh, vampires and uh, pop culture and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they went out and they showed the teaser trailer, did a quick little Q&A of that, and we stuck around and watched that, and it was really, really, really cool. And got the heck out before the musical started. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, Not your but then we actually, you know, but then we got to talk with Juliet and, and uh, Deverell a good while in the hall yep. and so forth. It was lots of fun. Like I said, yeah, I still, yeah, I, I'm still amazed. Like I said, that uh, you know, I was there from Wednesday through Sunday, uh, no costume, and uh, I never ran out of stuff to do. You know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't attending. I mean, the only two panels I went was Wally and that one, so I wasn't waiting in lines and mm-hmm. 
that sort of thing. So it was, it was, a, it was a neat experience doing it that way. It's a big con. There is a lot to see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So you for, know. for those that have never attended, yes, oh, it, it you, is uh, definitely a bucket list thing. I mean, if you're into fandom, you need to go at least once. You found a lone ranger on. Oh, that's right. Uh, well, we went, well, we went and had our lunch over at our secret place. We went and had lunch at our secret place, and then on the way back, and we yeah, I to saw Wally. I saw Wally over with uh, some animation cells. He was just getting ready to head out after the panel. So I went over there to see him, and uh, right on the outside box of these, what they call these pan cells, which are very beyond widescreen uh, cells. I mean, at least over probably about three feet wide. They're long, yeah. And it's where they would pan a shot of like a background going. If someone's like riding or driving a car, this would be the, you know, this would be, you know, tree, rock, bush, tree, rock, bush. That would keep going around in a circle. Uh, anyway, this is one of the Lone Ranger from Filmation in the 80s, looking very much like the kind of Clayton Moore style suit in the, in the red, white, and blue. Uh, so it's Lone Ranger on silver with this uh, hand painted background and. Uh, Anyway, that was like my last purchase for, uh, it was very reasonably priced, but I looked at it and go, this speaks to me, <laughs> and uh, picked it up. Now I just got to think about framing, but, yeah. uh, but no, I, I, uh, it, it was very, very cool. Nice little find. Yeah, I, I saw that booth um, toward the end, too, and I was close to getting one of their Captain Marvel uh, Shazam from the Filmation early 80s, too. Right. Um, and they had, they had some cool ones, but I held off. I behaved. Um, <laughs> Uh, I know you jetted really early, Kevin, like by noon. Yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty beat. Sure. Um, I did I did go to the headlocked wrestling uh, little uh, booth, and Booker T was there, uh, WWE Hall of Famer. I was very excited to see him. But there wasn't any like signs about how much is what not, and I don't mm -hmm. think he was even really expecting to be there. So I, I went up and I talked to him for a minute. I was like, hey, big fan, can I, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah. And he, he indicated, in, indicated to the photos in front of him. He says, yeah, pictures are 20 bucks and autographs are 20 bucks. And uh, again, there was nothing written anywhere. So I was like, oh, how about a picture just with a camera? And I was like, and he said, oh, it's, it's 20 bucks. So I pulled out my card. I was like, all right, I got to get a picture with Booker T. And I guess they weren't ready. They just needed cash. So I was like, all right, it wasn't meant to be. But I, I felt bad that I had to ask him how much it was again, mm -hmm. and he had to clarify how much it was yeah. again. If it was written down, I wouldn't have bothered you in the first place. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, wow. Mm. So when I thought about you when I was going through one of the aisles, someone had a really nice painting of, like, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, nice. You know, I was just, and it was like, like nowadays, it's like, when I go across something that's wrestling, I go, uh, Kevin. Sure. Uh, uh, Kevin, sure, because he's the only wrestling friend I know. Well, you also thought of him when we saw Sergeant Slaughter. Slots, yeah, uh, yeah. I saw Sergeant Slaughter while we were going. By. I think it was near Hasbro, Hasbro or something or like that. And he looked no different to me than he did like in the eighties. I go, well, you know, if you get the hat, the shades, and chin, I guess you're good. You know. <laughs> also at the Mattel booth, they had uh, a display of the new Ghostbusters proton pack. <laughs> Which oh I, no, they, that, that's one thing we haven't mentioned. They had a really nice display of the the new um, costumes from the upcoming Batman versus Superman. They had the Wonder Woman. Yeah, but he's talking about the proton pack from Ghostbusters. I know he's talking, about, and the, <laughs> but I'm saying they had some really nice displays. They, they had did. all the costumes from the Flash. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody? Because me and, and Bob, I guess, missed it. But did anybody do that whole like uh, clock tower? 
Oh, so back to the they had a Wait, thing what? set up for that? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. until I got on Facebook and I saw people of... on Facebook and Instagram yeah, like, posting where on the was clock this? tower. I don't know where that was. Yeah. It was like, well, I, think I didn't know. I remember passing I that, that and I couldn't tell you exactly where it was because it was like one of those little offside. It was like one of the main aisles. It would uh-huh. be one of those aisles you take to avoid the main aisles. Uh, you know, and I can't remember if it was near like our buddies with the like sci-fi museum, but it feels yeah. like it was like in that kind of that area, like that yeah. kind of little corner. Because it looks corner. like such a small setup. That's all, what it was. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all the clock, and then you just see that's the all it is. That's really yeah. all it was. And like I said, I, it, but it was like one of these side ones. I mean, yeah. you know, there was funny little things that you would find tucked away in in the con, like when we discovered that Leela. The, yeah, the uh, an original Leela costume. From yeah, yeah, or yeah. the prop store, but it was really? tucked in the corner oh, yeah. of the really? prop okay. store. Of all, well, oh, here's here's Christopher. Yeah. Wait, who, whose was it? What, who, like, who, like the booth? Like which booth? It's not prop store of London. Oh, yeah. Where they, were they? I didn't yeah. even see them. They, they, they were the ones that had like the Leonard Nimoy Spock uniform. Right in the front of the Chris Reeve Superman tunic. No, I didn't see that either. There is all this. Yeah. It was all toward the back. It was at Comic Con. It was. Around aisle 3500 in the back. Yeah, but, oh, but, but the funny thing, but the, so yeah, funny thing was that wow. I'm like looking and they go, oh, they got the hero helmet from Rocketeer right here. And they got, you know, Christopher Reeve's Superman tunic over here and a, you know, Spock costume from like, you know, the Trek show. And I'm like, you know, looking at this, that, and the other. They even had a Billy Zane skull. Hmm. One, oh, of, no. one of those skulls <laughs> from the Billy Zane Phantom. Nice. And there, and it was funny, I was looking at the skull and tucked right in the corner, like where the right angle of the whole display kind of almost like, Oh, Push back, you? like, where do we put this? Right over here was the Leela costume yeah, from Doctor Who. Costume. No, I didn't have my camera on me for that one. Uh, it was the season 15 <laughs> second. Reference photos that could have been. <laughs> uh, Matt, I figured amongst all my Doctor Who friends, one would have taken You were the only one that saw it. I told Bob about it. But it was the season 15, which isn't as good as season 14. So he talked like a snot hole just now. He poo-pooed the season 15. I mean, it was great. They had it. I was like wow you never see that but the season 14 the season 14 was mm, which one was the Christopher Reeve that was the Superman 1 that that tunic was yeah oh cool it was a screen war yeah cool Wow. Yeah. yeah, so it had so it had Reeve stain on it, man. I'm just, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you got some DNA action right there. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> my god. Oh boy. It's time to clone another. Okay. <laughs> um, what was it like for you, Terry, on Sunday? Did you have any difference with Mary Marvel on that day versus Thursday? Beyond having me around to be almost a complete Marvel family? Uh, no, I still had a really good reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when you were with me, we got an even better reaction because it was you, me, and Hoppy. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Sunday I was kind of burned out. I kind of just wanted to sit in like a panel room or something. Yeah, yeah I remember you, you so hit the pro lounge for a while. Yeah, and then we're, I went and watched some Batman animated series or something. So I think I took off right after the Doctor Who meetup. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. There was the Sunday Who meetup, which yeah. was uh, much less attended than in years past. There was only about twenty people there, and usually that's the more attended one than Thursday. Well, I think well, it's, it's, usually, it's, it's probably the panel. Yeah, thing. I think yeah. it's the panel because since the panel was moved to Thursday, everyone was dressed up for Thursday instead of yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's making me think that, especially because, and I, I, I suppose we'll all comment on this. It seemed like there was less cosplay, certainly on the yeah. floor. Than yeah, usual. definitely. That I'm wondering if in the next year I'll just I'll cut one of the meets and just do one meet and. Let it be like that. Yeah. I remember.
remember saying that to a couple of people, and I had a couple other people say that to me too. It felt like there was just less cosplay mm -hmm. overall. Well, that was my feeling on the floor, because like I said, I was on the floor a lot. I would go to the sales pavilion, sales pavilion every once in a while, um, and I just really felt like I wasn't really seeing much. I mean, there was cosplay going on, but not to the degree that I thought. But the funny thing is, like, post-con, like I said, you know, I'm like looking at Facebook, and like, there's all these photo shoots... But they're all from uh, the back of the con. They're in outside. the back of the con. And that's something that my little rant <laughs> is that, well, it's like something that happens over Dragon Con. We have the, You would have these meetups and everybody, you know, 50 people would show up from D.C. kind of look. You know, they all get together. We all take pictures of one another. Okay, okay, okay. And then they all go off and change for the next meetup of like, here's Marvel team up now. We're all going to meet up for this and take pictures of one another. And it seemed like, it, and what I've just been seeing, it looks like they're more concerned about getting pictures of a meetup as opposed to meeting people mm. while they're in costume. You know, going out on the floor and just seeing people and stuff and, and being part of the scenery, as it were. Uh, that, that didn't appeal to me. But I do like the Doctor Who meetup on Thursday because it is time like for everyone to mingle oh, together. Oh, I don't yeah. mind a meetup. It's where yeah. folks do only the meetup. Yeah, and, oh, right. and, yeah. and you're not seeing them on the floor at all. I mean, I was seeing Doctor Who stuff on the floor here and there, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, uh, and some Doctor Who stuff I would see on the floor I didn't see at the meetups. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. it, it just that's just the way these things work. Yeah, no, very true. Um, just just interesting, kind of seeing the, the tide change there a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I uh, thanks to Mel, I knew there was a pro lounge. But this is the first year I actually took advantage of it. So we were in there on Saturday and Sunday, and that was very helpful for water and lemonade, if you need free water and lemonade. Wait, it's like a pro lounge? Yeah. yeah. It was a pro yeah, lounge. You can get coffee, water, and lemonade. No no snacks, sadly. But, uh, I wonder if there's a press lounge. Yeah, you should look into it. Maybe there is. But it was nice if you didn't want to spend $4 on a, on a drink at Mrs. P.A.'s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I brought a water bottle and just filled it up with the drinking fountain. That helps too. Yeah, any, any trick, man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I mean, look, it, there were definitely times on uh, the first two or three days. I would, Sunday wasn't as bad, but I was so tired. I was like, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just my feet aching and everything. I'm like, wow. Dead. Ugh. Well, <laughs> my feet were killing me. And oh, I, yeah, by Sunday, my, my feet were destroyed. And I was in tennis yeah. shoes all weekend long. Yep. So it wasn't like I even switched to any, no. All yeah, my, me every, too. Well. The only costume I did, I wore tennis shoes. But I was on my feet nonstop. Because I volunteered, too. And for my volunteer shift, I was handing up bags. So I was standing up the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, my easiest day was actually... And let me tell you, you people are crazy about those damn bags. Just take the bag and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, uh. my easiest day was actually Saturday because that was the day that I did the most in terms of panels and autograph lines. So I was, I was sitting down more. I was, like, I think three-fourths of the weekend I spent mostly in the dealer hall. And I... I was on my feet the whole time, and just by the end of the day, I, I, I'd leave at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon and be just, like, dying... Well, I, I, I was definitely yeah. had to pace myself because my uh, back's been a bit tweaked, and uh, you know I'd be good for about an hour, then my back would just start to go on me, and and my back would work like, okay, it's hurting now because you're standing, so start walking. Okay, that feels better now. Now it's starting to hurt. Maybe you should stand. Okay, now that's starting to hurt. Maybe you should sit. Sit's feeling pretty good now. Now sitting hurts. So now maybe you should start walking. And it was a lot of that kind of thing. I mean, there's no way I would have been able to do costume with my back doing that. When, mm -hmm. when but, I was standing in line for the House of Blues, I was wearing all white. So mm -hmm. I actually couldn't sit down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to stand like 11 o'clock to till 2.30. Or no, and even when we got in, there still wasn't places to sit. So oh. by the time the end of the 
House of Blues event, I was like, nope, not walking. And don't you have, like, heels with that outfit? Or no, something? actually, that's the only one I have flats in. The rest of the weekend, I was oh. wearing heels. But <laughs> the flats I was wearing, for some reason or another, they just made my feet raw compared to all my heels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Sunday, I was just like, balloons. My feet were just... Ugh. I was pretty miserable as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always know how, how bad it is by... by you, you, you get that moment when you walk into like a booth or a display where they have the thick cushy carpet and you get that first step on the cushy carpet and you go, yes. oh, that feels so good. And you want to just stand there for hours. <laughs> I just want to stay in this booth. They have the thick cushy carpet. Yes. Um, so uh, to round out uh, the discussion, uh, favorite cosplay you saw and final thoughts. Oh my God, we didn't talk about Snoopy. Huh? Snoopy? Snoopy? Snoopy. Snoopy. Go for it. Um, this was, uh, this was Saturday, right? Um, cause Alex was with us. We pulled into the parking at, uh, at the hotel, which was the Hilton Bayfront. And we walk over to the stairs and we look out over the bay and there flying around the bay is a big red doghouse. With what? Snoopy what? on top of it. Wait. Snoopy was flying his doghouse around the bay. It was the coolest freaking thing ever. Was it a was balloon? It a no, it was, it was like a, a drone, drone right? somebody had tricked out to look like Snoopy flying his doghouse. Is there a video of this? Is there a video? We don't have it. I hope somebody does. But oh, it, it looked like it was a pretty good size because we were pulling up to the parking lot we got, and we were seeing out across we the way. What time was this? It was early. I think it was Friday, actually. Friday? Friday? I, th- I think it was Friday. Was it Friday? But yeah. It was, it was so, cool. so awesome. You just saw, and there's, there's Snoopy flying around looking for the Red Baron, you know? I don't know, but it was so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, it was very cool, but, you know, so back to cosplay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Gotta mention Snoopy. Um, my favorite cosplay that I saw... Uh, I saw it at a distance, and it was one of the the guys from the uh, Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of the, I saw oh, that yeah. one. That, that was, was great. so well done. That was so well done. Um, I really, really liked that. Um, uh, I also there was a, a couple of there were some really good casting people who were doing like there was a Black Widow who really looked like her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was also a, a Hiddleston and Helmsworth who both looked. Oh yeah, I saw that. They, yeah. they, had a, they had a really good facial resemblance so and their costumes were really mm-hmm. good so they were really selling it. You know, and that, that always just kind of takes it up a, another mm-hmm. another bump and another Yeah, Those two went viral. They were all over the place. Oh yeah, it weekend. happens yeah. that way. Um, anybody else? I saw some pretty cool Mad Max. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really good Mad Max cosplay. And yeah, no, I saw yeah. I saw a couple of especially good Capables. I mean, I, there was there were some great Furiosas, but the two that I saw that I was most impressed with in terms of Mad Max were there were two Capables that were just spot on. Hmm. I mean, I know this oh, one. And, well, uh, you, you and an Angel did an awesome. Star Lord and, uh, and uh, Gamora. Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that that, I saw. I caught them in that. That was. Uh, I mean, actually, my favorite. Didn't even realize that was them at first. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> same thing. Especially when Angel was all green, and I was Angel's like, Angel's all green, and he's got the mask yeah. on, so you know. But I noticed because of the size, I was like, I know that tall, that tall figure, <laughs> and then I was like, that must be Angel in green. <laughs> actually, actually, one of my yeah. favorite cosplays that I saw there was surprise, surprise, uh, Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I came across her as a DC you. booth. That wasn't me. Uh, a fellow named Rick. Uh, 
And it was so funny because uh, I was uh, uh, was with Alex, mm -hmm. and I was with uh, one of Wally's friends, uh, Andrea. Andrea. Who, uh, you, you know, like I said, I'm not in my costume, and here's Batman over here by DC, and he's going, Hey, Scott! Yeah. <laughs> Come here! I want to ask you about this belt! <laughs> you know? that logo? You know, and it's just like... And Andrea's reaction was, even Batman knows who the other Batman is, you know? <laughs> nice. That was really weird for me because normally, normally if we're around somebody else who's dressed up as Adam West Batman, you are too. <laughs> so I have no problem distinguishing you between another Batman. No, but him picking me out of the I'm crowd and saying, hey. there's only one Batman near me, I automatically think it's you. So I start to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, oh no, you're not my husband. But actually, my favorite costume piece that I saw, though it considered to be more of a professional type thing, was actually one that was part of an exhibition thing that uh, Cinema Makeup School the did Thanos. of Thanos. They did an awesome thing. They did a, they did a makeup of Thanos, but the costume and the well, whole the thing was like classic. Suit. Yeah. It was, oh, is that what they, everyone was taking a picture with? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that that was like a person. There or was like yes. a person in there. Yes. I was wondering what that was because it looks like a cardboard cutout in a way or something. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe that was a different one, but like, there was a there was a Thanos that's just. Uh, it was like huge, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Really okay, it was a very was. skinny girl inside a sculpted foam suit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they did the whole application in their booth on the floor. They demonstrated yeah. doing all the prosthetics uh, and stuff, but the final result. And then they showed yeah. you her strapping her into the, yeah. the the underlayers of foam and stuff, mm -hmm. and then the oversuit. And everything. Yeah, But the final result yeah. was just. Awesome. Really people were saying like this is a person, but yeah. like in the picture, it does not look like it's a person. It looks yeah. like it's out of a cartoon, yeah. practically. It does. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, that was that was that, the, that was that was the like I said, that's taken some to another level of yeah. the actual special effects kind of makeup thing. But the result was wow. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's hours of makeup by oh yeah by a professional I, team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did that on a commercial. That I don't think commercial will ever air, but yeah, that's cool that they did that because yeah. there was some World of Warcraft type thing where we did we we did this bit where we brought out this this um, demon type thing. I had to make a tail and armor for this mm -hmm. person, but yeah, it was the whole like muscled suit, mm -hmm. and then standing there, we remove all the armor, remove the tail, move like the wig or whatever, and then the person sits down. And then a guy comes in, pulls all the makeup off, and voila, as soon as you pull the oh. suit, it's a model, just yeah. like a supermodel sitting there. And, and, gotcha. and, yeah, well, this so. was the reverse. But <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's why I find it amazing that, it, yeah. that somebody actually went through and did that. Because yeah. I thought it was a great idea, but I never saw anybody do it. Yeah. So. Then, like I said, they, they, did a, they did a really wonderful job on it. And uh, like, I said, to, to, you know, like I said, that was the thing that really got my attention the most when I saw it. Cool. This was yeah. Sunday. This? I'm just I'm asking it what everyone's uh, favorite cosplays were. Uh, yeah. Terry, what was your favorite? Um, I like those three female Chewbaccas. Their faces oh, really oh, yeah. Yeah. colored ones. Yeah. yeah, I just thought, well, I, I, I've never I seen that the, before. I know the lead girl. Oh, you do. That. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember her name, but yeah, she's she's attended some of our foam stuff through the uh, mm -hmm. the different things. But she did, uh, yeah, she did a, a full spawn outfit one wow. year. Mm. I also uh, really like the Renaissance style X Men ladies. They had some really cool details on their costumes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, they, I think that was the one where Vicky went running from the masquerade. Oh, yeah. they, they had an entry in the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, Vicky yeah. was like, okay, I could go now. Oh, I think I, I know some of the people who were in that. Yeah. Sometimes. 
There was a, yeah, this is definitely so the year of the... was it a 1602 version, or was it... Oh, so I don't think it was specific to that. I yeah. think it was just Renaissance. I was just saying, this seemed to be the year of the mashup. A lot of mashup costumes. Yeah, a lot yeah. of mashups out there. Uh, what yeah. were your favorites? I'm blanking. That's the... It's, I've been trying to think ever since you asked, and I, I mean, the Capables that I mentioned, I really mm -hmm. liked them, but I remember there were some others that I was really impressed with, and I just cannot think what they okay. were. Bob, did you have a favorite? Uh, the one that really, I mean, there were a lot of cool ones, like, as you say, the Mad Max and the Thanos and, and so on. Um, of course, there were some, some good doctors and so on. There were I, some good Galactuses, too. Yeah, Galactus. Oh, um, and, and uh, Andrew's, Andrew's Doctor Strange was awesome. Yeah. His, yeah. Brig, his Brig and his Pertwee and his Baker are always awesome, right. you know. There was the Doc Brown with the big headgear. Yes, uh, head I was just going to mention yeah, that. Yeah, Doc Brown with the headgear. That was cool. That was awesome. That, that really stood, stood out to me. The uh, the three Indiana Joneses from each Indiana Jones film, I thought was nice. But the the one that I remember that, that really blew me away when we were in line to get in, you remember this, there was a Han Solo and Chewbacca, yeah. Yeah. but mashed up Harlequin Joker. Yeah. What? So yeah. it was a Han Solo, Chewbacca, but they had the, but with little accoutrements in the color scheme of the Joker and Harlequin. Okay. I yeah. Yeah, that was a kind of. A it, cool it took one. a minute. Your yeah. brain was like, Wah. that sounds like the the Anna and Elsa Mad Max mashup. Which was yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So. Which was yeah. crazy, but worked. I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of impressed by that one. It was pretty. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. This was the year of the mashups. A lot of Oh yeah, Brian Morton's Captain America was awesome. Really, yeah. really good. Oh, he was doing uh, the USO. Show. Oh yeah, I caught a glimpse of him. That was really good. So, uh, yeah, that was a really good costume. Going back to the, the Haley Atwell costume contest for Peggy, one girl did like her version of Captain America, but with like a Union Jack, and it was Peggy, like Peggy Carter, and she ended up winning like the Ooh, costume neat. contest. Was, uh, yeah, because she had like a Union Jack shield and this whole like oh, cool. outfit. Yeah, I'd love to see a picture of that. Um, so Mel, what was your favorite? Oh, um, I'm like Julie, I'm kind of blank, and there was a lot of different stuff. That was it like a giant Transformer thing? <laughs> no, I, uh, I I know I shouldn't say this publicly, but it's like, I don't think I've seen a decent Transformer costume. Uh, I've seen so many people do both the movies and the classic, but every time I see them, there's just something about it, and I'm just like, oh, you got so close. I, Oh, you know, but but Transformers for me is a big one, and yeah, I should put my money where my mouth is because I, <laughs> I have been planning on a few, and 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 I, I I won't say it on the recording. We'll turn off the recording, but I have an idea for next year that I wanted to pass around the room and see if anybody had ideas on how to actually make it work. So, but um, but yeah, it's I yeah nothing. I don't know, nothing really stood out for me. That's uh, you're taking a ton of photos though. Yeah, yeah, and you saw. I mean, there were a lot of pictures of different people. I, I guess the closest would be that uh, that Edward Scissorhands and that uh, oh, girl yeah, yeah. one, because uh, that yeah, the, the what they did it was like a Victorian Edward Scissorhands, and the girl I don't know what she was sort of representing. Was she supposed to be the Winona Ryder character? Didn't know. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, she had this horse headdress and like like a, a sort of um, uh, the coloring was very sea like, like a like a. An aerial type thing. Was she the the ice statue or like? No, no, yeah. she. Yeah, she, you're right. She, I couldn't place where a she was. But yeah. she, I don't think she. I don't think she was original. Edward Scissorhands. It, it oh, was very okay. original. And, she and she might have been another just, Tim Burton thing, you know, oh, or whatever. Okay. But but I, I agree. I loved a lot of the mashups. I mean, every time I saw somebody, they People did really a really clever one. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. Yeah. So. 
I mean, I, I guess I'm, yeah, I'll take a good classic, but I do love... Like, I, I did notice a lot of people were doing almost, like, casual cosplay because they wanted to be comfortable with all the people and yeah. the ladies <laughs> and the lines. And, oh, like, yeah. and people, and like you said, like, the kind of perfect casting. So people uh -huh. were, were picking out, you know, like, what they would be comfortable in and who they look like. Yeah. Because well, I, I noticed a lot of, like, Bob's Burger people, yeah. like, Steven Universe, like, really, yeah, like... Yeah easy costumes like uh and like uh oh. scarlet witch and quicksilver from the new avengers movie i saw a ton of people doing that i saw a lot yeah. of people running around in like ruby's type costumes yeah. as well just you know yeah. the only like the only thing i did that could even be close to a costume is i wore my camp half blood t-shirt with my with the necklace and yeah. the yankees crap and i said yeah was i saw a lot of people doing a um, wig like hogwarts uniforms yeah. you know like mm -hmm. just really like easy stuff that's recognizable it it is nice to be comfortable at Comic-Con. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've never got a picture of him, but uh, Nathan dressed up as the Shadow. Mm. Ooh. And, and it was a pretty good Shadow. I, I, I had to admit, I was like, where's the guns? That's the only thing you're missing. And he's like, ah, I just couldn't get the guns done. Well, that's time. like but, our friend James. But he had the whole mask and the hat over there. Yeah, we oh, missed James, James, James there as uh, uh, Nick Fury. Fury. Yeah, oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, right. I saw pictures of it. Yeah. Nick Fury looked awesome. Pictures, but we didn't well, just and just I never saw Thomas once. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never even ran into him. Yeah, I yeah. 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 Well, I never even ran into him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Give me the pass, buddy. I'll see you next week. You know? yeah, but he was complaining about that exact fact. It's like, I saw you for at Wally's panel, and I saw you in the hallway. And that was it. I didn't see the entire con. Yeah, so. I didn't even know James was there. I mean, yeah, I, no, I, mean I had lunch with him and stuff like that, but when he was in costume, I just totally missed that. That was like yeah, the sad totally boy. And, and uh, Sarah was doing the slave Leia. Sarah was doing the slave Leia. We missed that, yeah, too. Yeah, we missed oh. that, too. All right, so final thoughts on Comic-Con before we wrap up for this I, year? I gotta tell you, this usually happens to me at some point during Comic-Con, and, and it happened more frequently this time and started earlier. But there was the moment of, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm really tired. Why am I doing this? And I, it, was, it was worth it to come. And especially for free. I mean, I, since I get a uh, press badge with the podcast all right let's do a podcast available on itunes <laughs> uh but um i don't know man i mean unless i know i'm gonna meet somebody i really want to meet like peter capaldi um it kind of reminds it, it hits me as well that i need to do this more for me i think uh you're gonna hate this i don't think i'm gonna dye my hair uh, gray anymore for for any more costumes unless it's a performance i didn't on saturday and I was uh, plenty happy. Plenty happy. I don't think I'm going to mess around with my hair anymore. I think even if I'm Davison, I'm certainly not putting a wig on. <laughs> <laughs> i got to remember that I, that I do this nice. I do this dress-up, this play thing uh, for me. And uh, so that's that's my two and a half cents. I you should just stick to the governor, man. Come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they killed the governor off. There, it, it wasn't... Actually, it wasn't at Comic-Con, but... It, I'll tell you about it later in the morning because it's not Comic-Con related. Duly noted, Kevin. So, anyone else? Well, Beaker will definitely be back. Woo! <laughs> uh, felt the Beaker love. Mm-hmm. Uh, this rate, so. we should just start manufacturing all the rest of them. So. <laughs> well, I, I, have, I have a few more. Yeah, I, 
gotta get my, my yip-yip out so I can like walk around with you. Oh, oh you, yeah. you can't do it alone though. Beaker and the yip-yip would rock. Right, right. Beaker and the yip-yip I have two yip-yip costumes. Okay, so. just, just remember this. Yip-yip, July. <laughs> That's why I didn't bring it. <laughs> uh, but it was so one day was cool enough where I was like, you know what? Yeah. If I was just in like a tank top and shorts, right. I could have done it. But yeah. it'd be yip yip meep meep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I you know there's possibilities. Well, you know. if, we'll find kamikaze or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do feel bad that that Cookie didn't get a lot of floor time. He got he made it about halfway down a row or two before my arm was like, screw you. Yeah. Aww. You've been beaker all for two days straight. Forget it. I'm I, done. Uh, I have a contraption that I'm, I, I kind of thought in my head, and I'd seen it once before, but we should build it for you. It's a harness that gets strapped around here, and it's a, a metal thing, and you rest your elbow on it. You're like, well, you're it's, not, it's not so much the resting, it's yeah. your, your hand. Like this, up here? Well, well especially when you're doing cookie, because of the hand positioning. Yeah. Um, your nerves start to go. So oh, what wow. happens is your thumb starts to get numb and then the top of your hand starts to get numb and then it progresses its way slowly down into until your whole arm is numb down to the shoulder the longer you do it. And uh, so there's I've no, talked no mechanism we could build to kind of do no, this No, because it's, it's just it's just the weird positioning you are. Yeah. And it's it's just a fact of the puppeting. I've, I you know, I I talked to Wally to make sure that was normal cuz he does has a lot of puppeting experience and yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah." And I think Kevin Copo uh yeah, reconfirmed that as well. Yeah, that's it's just the way, you know, cuz it is a weird kind of position you have to do your your hands, which is not, you know, a normal thing. It puts some pressure on your nerves there. Uh -huh. Beaker's beaker's better, but it is. It is still kind of. Mm. You know, it's like being the queen for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, royal wave. Yeah. Only she just does it for a parade for an hour or so. I'm in the con all day long doing. Meep, 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 meep. It is worth it. You do it for the love. I. You know. That's I what we do keep it, telling ourselves. I do, <laughs> it, I do it for the love. The, there is so much joy with the people who get their selfies with him. Yeah. They're like, You made my con. I yeah. love this. I love this, and then just the little, you know, even the people who don't stop me and don't want a photo, but they just, the, I, you know, they, they call me out and I meep at them and they just giggle! That just kills me, so yeah. I, I get what you're saying, because that happened a few moments with me too over the weekend, like people just getting really excited to see me in a certain costume, they just, they just, and it like, and it just, and it keeps me going for, for the whole weekend, just running off that, that energy, yeah. Yeah, it's just something that they love, and they're just thrilled to see it, and yeah. it makes them happy, so you're, you're spreading the love, spreading the joy. Yeah. So any other final thoughts? <laughs> uh, just that... Uh, More Dr. Scholl's. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Let me tell you. That's what I learned. <laughs> you want to make bang up bucks, somebody needs to put a foot massage booth in Comic Con. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Uh, of course, then you're getting all the sweaty geek feet, but hey, you'd make uh, me. <laughs> we, we, we only massage the girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh you could probably like, sell Dr. Scholl's there. Feet. Be like, well, <laughs> I just want to uh, wish uh, congratulations again to Terry. and. Yeah! Uh, Well start planning your next show. <laughs> uh, uh, next year, uh, Mal and I won't kill ourselves trying to make a John Wesley ship flash costume in six days. Um, I, I figure we're going to wait till the day before. And then we'll awesome. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So, yeah, so hopefully that hopefully that will happen for the next con, uh, the, the costume that never happened. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, it was a good time. Uh, good friends, good food, good conversation. Yes. 
And as um, yes, as always. So I want to thank everyone for joining me, uh, Vicky. Sayonara. If I didn't see you, I'd get to hug you at con. Here's a virtual hug. Scott, I'm still not wearing pants. <laughs> awesome, Kevin. Hey, thanks for listening. Terry. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> the sound of a triumphant masquerade winner. <laughs> Julie. Same time next year. Aaron. Someday I'll actually get to CuffCon. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mel. Uh. <laughs> right, and Erica. I love everyone. There you go. Oh. <laughs> and a good and night for me. The award this year goes to Erica. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, and we'll be Burns back. Out, I still want to go. I mean, that is a spirit award. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and we'll be back next week with more shop talk here on Costume Station Zero.